P-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters Got your feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it Goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays Catch us live Somebody let's go Good morning everybody It's the Pascal Show Yes Put your hands together, y'all. Congratulations. You want to know why you made it through another weekend? Another day, another weekend of chaos, another day of good times, another another day to be on top of this planet, on this earth again, and suck in the air called life. It's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? It is a beautiful thing. It sure is. Show is. Show is. Show is. Show is. (laughs) Show is a beautiful thing. You know what? One more time, put your hands together, y'all, because it is Monday. Lucas, put your hands together. Put your ah, hands together. Thank good you. Good job, Lucas. Damn, Lucas. Got a big boy to participate. Damn it, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas in the booth. <laughs> he feels separated <laughs> from us. No, no, no. Because of that glass. Yeah, I know he got He's just like, oh, just put your hand on You're the glass. You're still in here with us, Lucas. <laughs> I love you. I like to pretend. <laughs> I love you. I miss you. <laughs> put your hand on the glass, Lucas. <laughs> Put your hand on the glass. Lucas is over you. He's Pascal. done. He's, He's just like, nah, I'm not about that life, man. <laughs> I ain't about that life. Oh, anyway, geez. man, like I said, I hope you guys had a wonderful, or what I was trying to say, is I hope you guys had a fantastic and productive and positive weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, All me, I'll get to me a little bit later because that's how it usually goes. But anyway... Hopefully you guys had something very prosperous and fun and productive happen and positive happen for for you over the weekend. We got a lot of things to talk about today, of course, as usual. But we do have a news reporter from Channel 5's very own KSDK's reporter, Casey Nolan, will be in the house today to talk Ooh. about his recent trip to Haiti. And I'm very excited about this. That's you have dope. no idea. I believe you. How excited I am about this. Why? Because I be Haitian, man. It's your homeland, baby. Yes, yes. Haiti. Haiti. Sac passe. Maboule. Yeah, you know what I mean? Homeway. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited about about Lucas. I'm not excited about Lucas. Thank you, Pascal. Get out of here. I'm very excited about Casey coming through. It's going to be a really, really great conversation. Of course, you know, it's my homeland. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like what really sucks is that if I did like a Ancestry.com, and I feel like this is for most African Americans and and also just Haitian or Caribbean Americans and all that. Yeah. My lineage basically stops at Haiti. Like mm-hmm. I can't go any further than that unless I did like a 23 and me. Right. And it's kind of like, "Oh, but I don't know if Mama Taba Duboule is my cousin. Right. I don't know his name. You know what I'm saying? It's like, "Oh, right. I'm half Swahili and there was right, half Swahili right. cool, but that's about it." Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't really know anything. So you know, I, I would. You know, when the like the ancestry.com, they'll be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, my father was a, or my great 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 grandfather left Italy, changed his name, became right. a mogul." Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Long history. And it's like, like, dang, dang y'all are lucky. Here for us. Y'all are stupid lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. done. You know what I mean? Hey, Lucas, make sure our our, our cameras are off. Sound wise, speakers on the speakers. Yes. Speakers. Yes, Lucas. 
I have a feeling it's your it's your camera, Lucas, in the booth. Yes, it's Luke. hers. It's mine. Oh, see, see what happens. My see camera, what happens what when you, you try to keep it to keep it sharp and, and and fresh. But I never do anything to myself. I know you. No, no, no. It's it's it's, it's all on our oh, end. Okay. You know, but it's Lucas's fault. It's oh. always Lucas's fault. See, Let's I remember, blame I, I, I want to blame you on this one because I remember turning mine off, but I thought you had a preset to turn Lydia's off. I don't. Already. I don't. Ooh. I don't have to have. I don't have to answer this conversation. Uh-oh. I don't have to contribute. Not on the air, Lucas. Don't air him out on the air, Lucas. You know, I was I was in the middle of a really good little rant there, yeah, yeah, little yeah. good conversation there uh-huh. about ancestry, about lineage, and you mucked it all up. I'm just going to bring you. it back down to earth, Pascal. Bring it back. Yeah, that's, that's the way it is. Too high up there because you, the fall will be too just too hard. Try to attack me down. You bring know what I mean? Bring it down. Bring me down a couple pegs. I feel I, I appreciate that. But you you know what I'm saying? Like at at, at a certain level. You can only know, like, oh, yeah, Mike Johnson from such and such era mm-hmm. was my great-great-great-great-grandfather. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then after that, you can't go any further. Right. You know, where people, most European descent, they can, can go, go back. all the way back. To the beginning. It's like, he etched the first stone. Right. <laughs> he made the first wheel. It's like, For what? Us, they'd be like, sorry, we can't find anything past your parents. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, come on, That's man. That's about it. Yeah, yeah y'all, yep, your parents bump uglies, and here you are. All the files the, was lost. There you be. <laughs> Con- congratulations. Messed up. Have a milkshake. You know right, what I'm saying? It's right. like, damn. Have some fried chicken. Have some fried chicken. <laughs> you know you like it. You know you like it. You know you, your people like it. Oh, it's like, what? Right. Wait a second. Hold up. Hold anyway, <laughs> anyway, like I said, I hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend or had a fantastic weekend. It is Monday. It is the start of the week. And guess what? At the end of this week, it's Mardi Gras. No way. Mardi Gras. Time flies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what? Hopefully really? it's going to be nice for Mardi, Mardi Gras? Gras this year. I hope so, too. I hope so. I ain't going to lie, because, well, I didn't really attend last year. But it was cold. It was I remember, I, I mean, I didn't attend either, but I remember being out and about and thinking, thinking to myself, man, those Mardi Gras must be cold today. See? They was outside, though. Right? They were out. Oh, oh, see, no, they, but here it is, they though. They be outside regardless. And, it, like, you know, as, as fellow... St. Louisans, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's any excuse to drink, we are going to drink. Gonna be outside. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter if it's negative 17 degrees. Right. And there's a possibility of dying once you walk out the door. Still. They're going. Well, hey, that liquor's going to keep me warm. Why? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me let me have beer with cereal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like whatever it might be, any excuse to drink, we going to drink. Take that. Take that. You know what I mean? St. Louisans, I mean. Sorry. That's funny. Not sorry. It's the truth, though. It is the truth. It's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad at you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Don't be mad at me, because look at this. Look at this visage. Lordy. <laughs> Somebody come get this man. Anyway, let's go around the room. I got some really great people in the room, except for Lucas in the booth. So, anyway, uh-uh. Lucas in the booth, what's good? Oh, you said fun and prosperous weekend you hope we had. Oh, let's yeah. see here. I left the house like one time this weekend. Wow. I just relaxed and That's slept nice. and just played some video games, I'm watched so TV, and just chill. Nice. The, one, the one time I left my house, I went to get some food. I'm personally jealous. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that sounds fun. Every once in a while, you need that, that weekend where you just do not a damn ting, man. Just chilling. Not a damn ting. It's nice to do every once you in know? a while, but having it every weekend sucks, but this one was... I liked it. You didn't Good. do anything for Valentine's with, with your lady? Yeah, she, Valentine's. She worked like the entire day on Friday, so no. Okay. We, uh, we just kind of just did a little gift exchange and just kind of, that was about it. Lucky she, she, you. She works a lot. She Lucky got, you. She getting that money. Yeah. Yeah, no no, no, no pressure on your way. I heard that. Hmm. None of that pressure. I guess not as much pressure as it could be. <laughs> no. Let's go with that. Yeah, because, you know, there are girls out there that go, you didn't give me 
anything? And then right. it's like, oh. Right. I'm sorry. Was I supposed to give you something? My bad. Oops. Oops. Goop. <laughs> <laughs> She she got some stuff and she was happy. Let's just nice. that. <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, she, she got she some stuff. She probably really expected something like something, especially how much she worked. She probably it, it made her day a little bit better. Let's go with that. Oh, yeah. wow, okay, that's, that's so good. Sweet. Yeah, she got some stuff. Ing. So hey, nobody got that. It's she okay. Got some stuff. Oh no, I get you. Ing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, you know for a fact Valentine's Day. Is Valentine's a, Day. Valentine's it's all about getting it in. Come on now. That's a fact. It's it's eating eating dead animals. In front of a fire. Right. And then getting it in. And then getting it in. And Showing how in. much you love each other. Yeah. Valentine's. In the biblical sense. <laughs> yeah, Valentine's. Valentine's Day. Okay, Lydia Caesar. Hell, Caesar. How you doing, sweetheart? What's up? I'm doing wonderful today. Good. I had a great You look great, weekend. by the way. Thanks. I said it earlier, but you look fantastic. You got the natural outfit. Yeah, that Thank natural you. look is good. I like the natural look. Thank That's you. how you drive. That's how you That's drive, how you man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my weekend was nice. I had a great Valentine's Day. My husband took me to a really fabulous restaurant. Nice. It's called Billie Jean in Clayton. It was, it's not my lover? It was. I mean, I thought it was the Michael Jackson thing, but the owner's yeah. name is literally, one is named Billie, the other name is Jean. Ain't that crazy? That's okay. <laughs> That's seriously. I was like, what? Too, too convenient. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, but the food was really good, nice. So we had a nice Valentine's Day. Um, what else? So on Saturday, my daughter had a had a had a recording session. She started. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Wait 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 wait. Music done. So, so sorry to interrupt, but you, you so is this the same daughter that is modeling too? Yeah, look, she trying wow, to do she, it. She she's wanna gonna. Do it. She wants to do it. She all. ready. She, and and this wow. is all on her. She comes to me like, hey mom, I'm ready to do X Y Z, and I'd be like, well then let's go ahead and do it. Wow. So so that was nice. And then what did I do yesterday? Into a threat. Yes. Can she dance? Yes. Okay, good. She can dance. Can she act? She, well, she can act a fool. <laughs> well, she can act a fool. I can yeah, tell you what that. What else is new? She's a 15-year-old, about to be 16, getting on my nerves. She's about to be a beast. She is. I can't wait. I'm so proud of her. I can't wait for and that. And she's smart, too. She gets, like, all A's and B's, and she's dead serious about school. Like That's good. When she gets B's, she's mad. I'm like, who's, who's, whose child is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was glad. I was like, see? I'll take it. <laughs> Not her. You're like, yeah, I made that. Look at that. Look at that. I passed. Let's go. Right, right, right. No. I did that. She wanted to pass with flying colors. Like C plus. I did that. I did that. Okay. I did that. Look at <laughs> I that. I don't gotta take it over. I'm good. Billie Jean though. Yeah. So how was it? It was good. Yeah. Try that place out. Okay. It was right before we started our I just told Pascal before the show we just dived back into the vegan world. That was so we called that our last supper. Because it was, it definitely wasn't vegan. It was definitely everything dead. I had the short rib that they, they like, they, they, they what you call it? It for like forty eight hours. They said, um, they marinate. Oh, yeah, marinate for thing, 40, 48 hours. You didn't even need a knife. That thing was just, it's just. Mm. You could eat it with a spoon. And then he got the the whole red snapper, in a oh, okay. in a curry sauce, which I love. We love. I love like the whole fish. That sounds good. Oh, it was to die for. But everything on that table used to have a soul. All of it. Not a not a lick of veganism in sight. <laughs> oh my God. It was a Mama good Sam, last Mama Sam, Mama <laughs> Like Word. it's just gone. Like gone. oh, dead and gone. Yeah. But that's what's up. Yeah. Okay, because you just saw. You just said that you saw the 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 
the vegan do- movie documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? I forgot what it was called. It was really good, though. Yeah, and it's about the athletes who you mentioned it on What the Hell Did I Just Watch? Yes. And we, we finally watched it. But, but we've been vegan before. Word. And so we always knew that it was like better for us, but it's, it's hard to maintain. Oh, yeah. So, and we did it for a long time. We did it for like almost two years. Um, but then we slowly got our way back into eating meat. And now, next thing you know, we're all the way meat. But so we Man. decided to go off of it again. And so we're so we're back. I'm happy to be back. How long is that going to last for? I don't know. How I, long did it last the first two the last years? Time? Oh, two years. Two whole years. Man, that's that's some, that's so that's, it lasted so long to the point stuff. where people to this day still be like, to yeah, so I, I know you guys are vegan, like because they Ooh. still think from all oh. that time, you know, so we can do it for long. And, and it's. It's it's like an adventure. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I can do that, man. You could do it. I, you just gotta cook well. You just have to cook all the goodness. You just have to have a good recipe, I, and you have to plan ahead. It's not good for like last it, minute. It when you want to grab yeah. something to eat. Well, what they it's need hard. to do is it's create hard. a fast food vegan restaurant. We want to do that. Not not on some McDonald's tip. Not, not like but. something that's really, really bad for you, but it's still vegan, quote right. unquote. But that's what they need. So, like, people who are on the go, people are working fast, fast, working food. a lot. Man, they just need a fast food joint for vegans. And, right. I think, and I think, personally, I'd be down for more vegan if they, work. If it was more, it was more convenient. Vegan stuff. If yeah. it was more convenient. It was more convenient. You know, and tasted and, good. Yeah, and some a lot of, of stuff it, is like a lot Ugh. of stuff is bad. A lot Ugh. of stuff is good too though, but I'm happy that like a lot of the restaurant fast food restaurants are at least having items like Hardy's just released their vegan sausage breakfast sandwich. They did. Hardy's. But but just rolled it out. But here's the thing though. They still say that a lot of those times that they're still sharing the meat and the vegan Non-meat, whatever the yeah, plant-based, the, the grills. It's they're still sharing the same flat I iron. I think they're gonna stop doing grill. that because of all the fire Burger King came under. Because White Castle doesn't do that; they use a different grill. Um, and so I think after Burger King came under all that fire, because because supposedly they're about to switch to now Burger King yeah, to they a better. separate grill because people were so mad. Yeah. So I think a lot of the restaurants that come out, because I know McDonald's, when they come out with their vegetarian burger, it's going to be a big thing. Oh, it's going to be huge. They're coming out with it. They better. And they're probably going to use another grill just to avoid all that drama. Right. And and trust and believe everybody and their mom is going to be trying it out. Trying it out and eating that stuff without without even thinking twice. Yeah. Because the impossible burger. But that's what they need. That's what they need to start doing. Yeah. Big time. Help us. Help us be. Help us do a little better. Help us help you. You know how you can start, Pascal? Just do just do a meatless Monday. You know, not just gonna, a meatless not, Monday. Not gonna happen. But okay. One day a week. <laughs> one day. I could do that. I could do one. No, no, no. And I've done that before. And that's where what I, they I'll even just do say like, that in the documentary. Yeah, I'll just do, when I'll do, where I'll do just one day of like not eating any any vegetables. Carnage. No, just no vegetables. Oh, no vegetables. It's just nothing but meat. So meat you know filled what? Mondays. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> no, I've tried it before and it's really hard. I'm sorry. For me, it's really, really hard. Like mm-hmm. I need, I need meat. Need meat. I need, <laughs> I need, I need fish, meat, chicken, whatever it is. I just need a protein of some sort. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just like, and I've done my research, and you know, but I, I feel like I haven't researched it deep enough mm-hmm. for me to really know, like, to go on that vegan tip like all the way. Yeah. Because I'm so accustomed to one thing. I've been on this planet for no, so for long. No, for sure. And when you eat, you know? and it's almost like the meal feels incomplete. It's like. 
okay, I have all these vegetables and this rice, but I got all this but stuff. where's the food? What are we gonna do? Yeah, I, and I get it. I totally get it, especially at first. It's kind of like it's a yeah. mind thing, and it's also a habit, and also addiction. We're addicted to meat, right? And I've and, I, this and that's very kids. true, and that's very true. Yeah. But also, I've also cut things out. Like, there's I don't have any dairy as far as like milk or anything of that good sort. For you. Be- That's well, good. also because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> so I can't really have it anyway. Right. But you know, it's like oat milk or almond milk, yeah. that kind of thing. So I do I have switched certain things out that I use on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see me using dairy-based cream creamer or something like that unless right. that's the only thing in the in the house right. type of situation but other than that it's it's a lot of the vegan uh basic dairy stuff you know yeah. dairy stuff you that's, know what i mean and, at least and to even start that is a great start starting with that good you job. know at least with my coffee you know i start with my coffee my, my coffee's mean. vegan don't, don't. my coffee's vegan okay you know, get, off, get, off <laughs> get off my ease get off my you know what I'm so saying? anyway how was your weekend Pascal? oh good question thanks when we only have two minutes left Sorry. let's see no problem we'll just talk about your life and how you're vegan all of a sudden, and <laughs> vegan power and all that stuff. Hey, anyway, at least she asked. You know what? That's, that's all you Lu- want, right? Lucas, Lucas, shut your <laughs> m- mouth. I'm just here anyway. To be <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's just say this: my weekend was good. My weekend was good. It was also very, very chill. Not well. I did go out a lot. I, I was out quite a bit, but I got to go and see my mom. Okay. You know, I, the weekend was spent with family for the most part, and I got to see my mom. So, did you see her on Valentine's? I didn't get to see her on Valentine's. Okay. okay. Valentine's. I didn't get to see her on Valentine's. I got you. But. But you got to see we, her on Valentine's weekend. That's Yeah, nice. Valentine's weekend, of course. But I got to see her twice. So I got to see her on Saturday and Sunday. Aww. So that was kind of nice. That yeah. That is sweet. That was very nice. And my mom throws down. So, you know. <laughs> you got to eat. And I'll say this. It ain't vegan. <laughs> so I enjoyed that food tremendously twice. Okay. Got some leftovers. You know how it is. You know what I'm saying. That's that's what a good boy should do. Oh, oh, listen. A good a mama's boy always has a plate to take home. He know Wayne nose dives as soon as he will be walking to his mama's house. Yep. He in the fridge. Yep. Like boy, can you say hi to your mama first? You don't understand, man. Immediate, immediately. You don't understand. My mom could throw. I know the down. Right. And you know I, what I mean. And like it don't matter how good your wife or girl cooks. When when you go home, you want mama food. True, but it's it, it almost it's kind of like <laughs> I'm Period. surprised. I'm surprised if Wayne didn't go up to you and go, "Hey, baby, you get, get over there and just kind of learn how she does it real quick." Well, he taught Wayne taught me how to cook. See. And he learned from his mom. Kit, kit, you know, we gotta go. And, I gotta talk about that in a second, okay? Because this is something that drives me nuts about women nowadays. No offense, <laughs> it's just it's a little small gripe about women. We're gonna hold out on to that question in okay. a second here. But my weekend was good. Uh, Valentine's Day was very nice. It was just home chill. I basically said, hey, because I'm always I'm always working. I'm always always on my phone. I'm always on my computer. I'm always so- doing something, right? And so I just basically said, hey, babe, what if we just went and had a a night where I'll cook dinner, mm-hmm. we'll chill, we'll watch some movies, that kind of thing, and we put our phones in the other room. Nice. We just get completely off the grid. I love it. And so she was to the moon about that. Of course. So we did that, and it was fantastic. It was exactly what we needed, just some time to just get away from work. Will we Will we you see know? a baby in nine months? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Because of that stuffing? Hell to Uh-oh. the no. <laughs> Hell to the no. There is a goalie. There is a. <laughs> There's all kinds of defense. There's all kinds all of defense kind, going kinds on. Of okay. 
I hear that. I'm just saying, full that. line. Look, okay, archers in the top, in, in in on the towers, shooting just them out. shooting them down. Shoot. Brow, brow, brow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no. Hell to the no, 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 no. Like just, I'm going. You got me doing Every some Johnny Gill. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Hell no. I hear that. Not this time. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not Someday soon. I hear you. But <laughs> not now. Good job. No, no, no. I would love to have children, but not now. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Anyway, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. When we come back. It's Let's Talk. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. Yes. Welcome, welcome back, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out the show, please go and click on our Facebook page. Go click that like button on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show. Or go hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Pascal Show. Anyway, you know, there's a lot that we could talk about, and there's a lot of things I do want to talk about. But for right now, it is time for Let's Talk. Now you've got to be kidding me. He needs some milk. And cookies. All right, today's Let's Talk brought to you by Old Vienna. Don't be a drag. Get you a bag of those fiery tasty old vienna chips of all varieties everything from red hot riplets to rap snacks all right guys anyway and you're repping them and right i'm repping the red hot riplets right now you know what i'm saying that's it's a, all about that life that's a fire hoodie get that's it? a fire hoodie fire you know what I'm saying? literally fire hey, it there. is fire yeah. yeah literally i am on fire right now yeah. that is real flames yep on my chest. <laughs> but the thing is, is I'm like, I'm hot like that. I'm a hot boy. Hot you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah, a song, yeah. A song for everything. Yes, there is a song for everything. Everything. You know what I'm saying? There should be a song called Butter. Maybe the there same. is. There of oil. They might be. You know what I'm saying? There might be. <laughs> <laughs> Pimp baby oil. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so today's Let's Talk topic. Is. There's been a viral video going around for the past couple days, for the past week, of this woman taping a man, <laughs> videotaping a man hitting the back of her chair because on an airplane because she reclined her chair back on him. All right. Now, his chair does not recline. He's up against, like, basically the bathroom wall. Right. So his chair can't com- his chair can't recline. But this woman completely reclines back, gets all comfortable and of course, he doesn't have a whole lot of room. So he's trying to basically tell her, hey, can you please just recline a little bit back up? And she's not moving. She pulls out her phone and videotapes the entire experience. So my question to you is this. Do you think that there should be a certain etiquette in regards to reclining your chair on an airplane or recline at your own risk? Like, recline at your leisure. All right? I'm going to throw it around the room. Of course, you guys have an opportunity to comment down below on our Facebook or YouTube feed. Or give us a call at 314-880-0808. Let us know what you think on this. I'm going to throw this around the room. Lucas in the booth. What's your ting, man? Yes. The answer is yes. There should be some kind of etiquette because uh, I hate seeing people like this. I hate seeing people that are uh, the world revolves around me. It's my way or it's just my way. My way or the highway. Right. Exactly. Isn't that a song? Yeah, I think that's a song. That is a song, right? Limp Bizkit or something? 
I literally just quoted Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's today. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, I, I, I working in the restaurant business, I see a lot of people like this. People that it's all about me. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. She seems like the type of person that, oh, I want this booth by this window. I want to I, I, turn that speaker down. It's too loud. It's too cold in here. It's too hot in here. It's got to be, everything's got to be perfect, laid out to him. Everything's got to be handed to him. Uh-huh. And just seeing that video, she's like, ah, I don't care. I don't care this person's bothered. I don't care that I'm bothering other people. I'm living in my world. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I hate seeing that. Mm. I mean, it, it's just, it takes like three seconds. Hey, do you mind if I recline my seat? Are you fine with this? Are you fine do with you that? Mind, um, do you mind if I do this really quick? Right. Now. Mm-hmm. It would be a totally different story if she just asked how that dude felt. Mm-hmm. Word. Okay. Word. Are okay. you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? <laughs> you <know? laughs> do you mind if I recline my chair up against bit. your knees? Do you, mind? do you mind? Lydia, what do you think of this? So funny when I saw this Let's Talk, because literally three days ago, the Delta CEO, um, I saw an article come across my Facebook where the Delta CEO said that um, passengers should ask if they can recline their seat. And I shared it. Word. And I shared it with a bunch of my opinions. And uh, my opinion said, I wish I would. Because that's how I feel. I feel the opposite of Lucas. Wow. I'm paying out the wazoo for this seat. I'm reclining it because it's allowed. If the seats weren't supposed to be reclined, there would be no recline mechanism. And I don't care if you recline on me. Come back as far as you want to. You paid your good money for your for your seat. I feel bad for everybody in the last row. They're the only people who can't recline. And guess what? I've been the person in the last row, and it sucks. And I still don't tell the person to bring their seat up because I know they paid their good money. I probably paid a little bit less than you. That's why I'm all the way back against the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so I personally feel like if the, if the airlines think we need to have more etiquette, they need to stop squeezing all these doggone seats on the plane. Wow, say it like Give you mean Give us some it. more space. Wow. And then my last thing is oh, this. Oh, okay, and another thing. What if you ask and the person says no? Now you got to fight because I'm coming back anyway. Okay. Well. I asked you, can I come Do you mind if I recline? Can yes, I say- do. I, I need my space. Oh, Sorry, because you know what? Uh, lo siento. I'm reclining anyway. Yeah, right. Lo siento. This flight costs oh. way too much money for me not to recline. Right. And, oh, and, okay. and and I'm the type of person who's under, when the seat comes back on me, I get it. It's not the best feeling in the world. It's just a couple hours. We're going to be all right. So that's how wow. I feel about it. Wow. Okay. Th- you came in with some heat on <laughs> that. Okay. So we do have a couple, a couple comments. One. Tierra said, I'm on a plane now, and I'm about to recline my chair without hesitation. Look. Then Dawn just said, just unreal that she was the one that was threatened to be taken off the plane. That's one angry at life dude. Okay. Mm. So that's just two. But obviously, keep commenting. Comment down below. Let us know what you think on this whole situation. Because, you know, obviously it's a thing that's going viral. Obviously, now the, the the news junkets, the news... The media is starting to chime take in. a chime in and take a take a chunk at this and take a take, take a stab at it, if you will. So, this is my opinion. All right. Now, I understand that there's a situation like sitting up against the bathroom is Ugh. never fun anyway because there's always somebody. Anytime that I've ever ever sat up against the bathroom wall, Ugh. guaranteed 
9,099.9% of the time, there's somebody that got to drop a deuce oh, yeah. in that bathroom <laughs> right by behind my head. Okay? And then all of a sudden, that stuff is just cascading out and goes right up to the nostrils. <laughs> right up into the nostrils. So, number one, you can't recline, and then you're smelling everybody's dookie. Mm. That is not a whole lot of fun, okay? They're gaseous fumes cascading. Yeah. It's not fun to begin with, all right? So, you don't have room to begin with. Then, second, I'm a tall dude. So it is not fun for me. It is terrible. It is hell on earth to sit anywhere that isn't the exit row. Personally, it is hell on earth. Okay? So given the fact that if I was up against, like, pinned up against this bathroom, dookie smell just coming out, you can't even recline, you want to get some work done on your laptop, then you got old Missy in the front just going, recline all the way, and then all the way back, and then you got big old legs, you got big old knees, and well, guess what happens? Crush, crush on your knees. So, it is not fun, for me at least. I'm just talking from the, just the, the, the vertically gifted people in in this in this on this planet because <laughs> some of us are vertically challenged and it's okay y'all could sit up against that thing and not recline and be completely copacetic with it you could be completely fine with it but for us tall people it is hell on earth especially when somebody wants to go all the way back not even not even a quarter not even half not even three quarters all the way back like why you don't need all that room you don't need all that reclining you don't need to recline all you don't need to lean back lean back uh, lean back you don't need to lean back that hard that's what i think so i think i believe that there should be some sort of etiquette especially if it has to do with that last row or how tall that person is if that person is really tall have have a heart you know what I'm saying? It's hard out here for a pimp, for mm. a tall pimp too, man. Mm. If he has to literally hunch down while he's walking through the the plane to begin with, man, have a heart, man. Mm. If he's Ooh. tall like Shaq, have a heart. He should have been in first class if he's that tall. I'm Sorry, look, hey, you, you hey, got to pay more. Hey, you got to pay the hey, price for sometimes, your height. Sometimes people don't have that I kind of you, money. I feel you know you, what I'm saying? Or, you. and also, just in the defense of that guy, okay? I'm not sitting here saying that he had any right in what he did. I think his etiquette was trash. Right. He could have just said, excuse me, do you mind? But he but he didn't do that. He just started punching her her, her chair. Now, Sheesh. in his defense, there's a lot of times where you try to get the right seat, but sometimes you, it's it too late. It doesn't work out, yeah. Yeah, it's too yeah. late because sure. nowadays all these airplanes are getting packed. Overbooked. They, they, they're overbooking people. They're packing those, those planes like crazy. crazy. And then next thing you know, you're sitting there like squashed. Like one time, man, I was on I was on Southwest, and I swear, I had the t- the two ladies I was next to were really great, but I was sitting smack dab in the middle, mm. and we were all big, mm. we were all big people, mm. and I was just scrunched. I, I did not have any arms arms armrest or nothing, and I'm just sitting there like just trying awkwardly trying to hold myself in some sort sort of way. From New York all the way out to Chicago, mm. just holding myself. Nah. Just holding myself. Like <laughs> I was like trying to, like I was voguing. You know what I mean? Yeah, as, try, as small as I can. And I'm a big, I'm a 245 pound dude. I'm big. Nah, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. There's etiquette. This falls to me, this entire debate falls on the airlines. Over time, the air, the air, uh, the planes have become more crowded. They have squeezed every last seat they can get because they're greedy. Because they're greedy, they can literally take out the first row of the plane, remove them six seats, 
and adjust the plane so that everybody has slightly more room. You yep. miss, you lose six, but you know how much money that is to them when when they calculate. Oh, yeah. but that's that's millions of dollars over the course of a year. They're so they're not gonna do it. No. So who suffers? Us. Now we gotta fight amongst each other, and the receipts don't even go back that far. Yeah. When you hit the recline, I'd be like, damn, that's yep. it. It's like, is it reclined? Yeah. Like, are you sure that's reclined? Are you sure this is? <laughs> I hit the button. Hold up. <laughs> Did it go back? <laughs> it's like a crevice, it's like, like a the, tiny little crack. Like, you're you're kind of like, can I see the kid who's kicking the back of my that my, the back of my girl's seat real quick? Barely, it's because crazy. it's not really reclined anyway. So I don't even really, I don't even look recline because I, it's, I don't sometimes think there's any it's point. not worth it. Also, I mean, if you're flying that frontier, it costs to recline anyway. Right, they they charge you. They're for going, everything. hey, you, <laughs> hey, oh, they just pop up. You go to recline. Recline. You free. recline that chair. Right. You go to recline that chair. You need to swipe right here. It's forty five dollars. Are you kidding me? Yeah, frontier. They just to record, just to, to recline. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. And I really do feel. I really, I, I feel for everybody in mm. that in that last row. I have been. I have been look. I have looked at my ticket and seen like seat 32, and I'm like, oh my god, please let there be a row 33. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, don't let 32 be the one against the Jesus wall. Jesus Lord. And then all of a sudden, you're up against the, the pooper. Oh, it's happened. It's happened to all of us. And We've all been in that last row before. Dookie smell. It's nightmarish. That back row is nightmarish. But you know what? I also, I like, I get it. It is what it is. The, the airplanes are uncomfortable. They never, well, see, see now, now. They don't care. See now, y'all, all, all you vertically challenged people <laughs> do not know. How bad it what is What it you. really feels. For y'all. To be tall. Oh, for sure. And trying to be squashed into a sardine can. No, it's horrible. That's being propelled into the, into the, in, into the air mm. at 400 some odd mm. miles an hour. Mm. I'm just saying. I can only imagine because I hate is, it so there much. There is an etiquette that needs to be done no matter what. There's something called being polite about your brother man. You know what I mean? And the other man. So what There's do you, something that you guys can do in regards to that. It's just. So what man. do you say, Pascal, if, if somebody asked you, can I recline? Are you going to tell them no? No, no, no. So th- so here's the thing. Because that's. No, no, no. No, no, no. There is a compromise okay there's got to be a compromise you can recline a little bit but it's like you can recline but we're gonna i'll, I'll tell you when okay okay i feel that's fair okay because i know i understand you pay good money to be able to press this button mm-hmm. to press a button and go back you, you pay a lot of money to press a button on your armrest to just go right like that so a lot of times, people will just go, whoa, like that. And it's like, oh, my God, my knees. Mm. So a, uh, for me, it's like there's got to be like a, okay, I'll tell you when. Okay. C- go ahead. That's, okay, you're that's good. That's fair. You're good right there. That's fine. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, and also the other thing is, too, some people are trying to work on their computers. Yeah. Sometimes they're trying to watch a movie. they got their own thing. they got their own lane that they're staying in. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, hey, sometimes when you recline, you're messing up their whole, and their, their computer's like, Folded like this, and they're right. trying to work on it. Like, look, you know what I'm saying? And it's not they're fair. Like this, like this. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like they're just kind of okay. I, I know Cordy from from high out. school, so <laughs> I can I can just do this all by memory. You know what I mean? And that's not fair. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's gotta be mm. some sort of compromise. Tiny bit of compromise. Just a little bit. Just there's etiquette. Just like when you open the door for somebody, you don't just slam the door in somebody's face. There's some really ruthless and terrible people out there that do do that. (laughs) But at the same time, when it comes to the plane, we're all on the same plane. We're all going in the same direction. Why not make the experience an enjoyable one 
for everybody. all of us at the same damn time. You know, it's just kind of like, hey, I'm about to. Re- it, 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 it takes two seconds. Mm-hmm. I, and I think like it. And then the other thing, this is another thing. If you got exit row, you should not be reclining. Oh, That's what I think. I don't even think you can. I don't think you even. No, I don't think you can. I, I think it's like against the rules. Because come on now. You, your legs you got is, all that space. Your, your legs is. You got all that space. You can kick them like a like a little kid. You should not be reclining. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Most of the time you're like, I can't even reach the table. Right, exactly. And I'm tall and I'm like, wow, the table's all the way out here. Exit Bet. row is amazing. Exit row is life. It but is. But it's just the responsibility of opening everything. Right. So I'm sitting there like studying everything going, okay, that's the, there's right. the thing. And then there's the lever. And the, okay, if I turn, okay. So I don't want, okay. Cool. In case you know of emergency, I mean? listen, hey, y'all, we're man. all panicking That's, anyway. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Everybody no kidding. like, oh my God! Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> all That's the rules true. going out the That's window. That's true. I, and <laughs> so the thing is, is for somebody who doesn't like the flight it, it, to begin with, you know, I have flight anxiety, I guess, if you want to call it that or something like that. For me, it's like, if I can have an ex- a comfortable experience, right. the, better the better for me. And I know that there's other people on that plane that feel me. Of course. So All know, the tall people is on your side. Exactly. That and the people who are anxious. The, the people who just who feel nervous, a yeah. little bit of turbulence and start going, oh my God, holding the rosary and going over our father who are, you Hallelujah. know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. They're right. all doing all that stuff because they, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, why don't we all just get along Work together. on this plane? Because we're all going the same way. You know, and right. all of us in first class, or all of us in, in coach, coach, are all in the same class together. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So let's just have deal you with it and get home. Have you tried a Delta Comfort Plus yet? No. Okay, it's like, it's not first class, it's not even business class. It's literally like... Uh, halfway in between? It's like, a, you get like a, uh, more space, like... Uh, Oh, so stupid! <laughs> you're, pay- you're, you're paying an extra hundred bucks for, for an literally that's stupid. I flew it. I flew it. We 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 went to Africa and I flew Comfort Plus because for like a long flight I felt like it made a slight difference. Right. But it's still when I got there I was expecting like you know I was like oh okay okay this, so nothing this changed. This is the this is the difference. And you're like ooh I'm about to get some no I'm just getting peanuts. Right. <laughs> oh so this is the, this like, is the wait, plus. So I just get. So oh, okay. he get he getting the same old he getting the peanuts like man. me man and I he mean, getting the peanuts like it, me it what's is, going it on it is different but it's a very little difference <laughs> very little very little very little but one thing that's wild very to little. me one thing that's wild to me is the the first class mm-hmm. they serve you food bruh. real food real food and I was like you what? can lay down in the mugs <clears throat> you can lay down like oh it's amazing I flew I flew first class <laughs> to New York and I'm and, and, and if I felt. I was upset because I didn't get first class on the way back. Right. And I, I literally felt like I was getting, man, I was so upset. You felt like a that slave I was like, versus a, right. I was eating that. They give you real that glasses and, and plates. Gla- oh, yeah. It's you like get, a restaurant You get up there. dip, you know, like you get this wasabi dip. and right. the, the, You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, edamame? What the hell? And then, and then they got the curtains and they close yep. on us poor people in the back. Yeah. They're like, you're not, you're not welcome. Close you know the curtains I mean? so they can't watch crazy. us live this lavish life. So crazy. <laughs> But, but anyway, first class flights is so much money. Right, it it is a lot of money. You're crazy, it's crazy. I'm gonna use that money, money for when I land. What a hookup, though. What a hookup. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. an amazing hookup, uh, man. That was one of the best flights I ever had because I was eating. I was eating. Good. I was just, <laughs> yeah, the TV screen in front of me, man. Leather seats, like Look, a plush leather. I get used to this. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, then I realized I was getting peanuts. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> 
I'm getting wait. On, is everybody oh, else, everybody else oh. is getting peanuts? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Where's my where's my steak dinner? Right. <laughs> Dang. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Comment down below. Let us know what you think. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I said, we do have a podcast if you ever want to listen to it it's a great one it's the it's the show basically so if you miss out on the show and you want to get a chance to just hear this lovely sultry voice like velvet and honey all at the same time oh lord (laughs) oh lord then check us check out check out our podcast we're on spotify and we're on podbean and we're also on the itunes podcast as well the podcast app so do you know that purple thing, yes. that purple app that yes. you have on your iPhone? Just click on it. Boom. It's right there. Nice. It's right there, love. So lovely. Yes. Join us, dark side. <laughs> anyway, we got Tom on the phone with us. Tommy boy, what's good? Oh, uh, good morning, Pascal. How you doing? Man, I'm good. We missed you yeah. yet last week. Good How morning. you been? Oh, man. Good morning, Lydia. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Good to hear from you. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> this is the worst. Having a broken ankle, I got to tell you, if you if you have a way to get around it, get around it. <laughs> I'm going in, going into Barnes today, getting my fourth cast. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Is it the fourth and final cast? Yes, hopefully. Okay. Thank hopefully. God. Yeah, well, that's the, <laughs> yeah. well. The, here's the you know here's us fingers all fingers crossed. Road to recovery, baby. And toes yeah. crossed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't do that yet. But yeah, <laughs> right. no, no, yeah. Soon enough, though. <laughs> on the other foot. On the yeah. other foot. Yeah, yeah on the, the other foot. foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking about the yeah the uh, the let's talk segment. You mind if I chime in on that? A little oh, bit? please yes. go ahead. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I, I agree with Lydia. I mean, it's all about the bottom line for these airline companies. I mean, you still get on their random flight every now and again that still has the little ashtrays on the seat, and they just. <laughs> They don't have they they don't want to spend the money to just take the reclining feature out of their seats. Right. I mean I think I think reclining is just something that is that was something that you used to be able to do on airplanes and now they just haven't gotten around to taking that mechanism out of the seat yet. It's that's real, my opinion on it. It is really, really weird, especially when you're clicking on it and it doesn't even yeah. It's so like, like, wait, what's the point? Like then? Take it off. Right. And just take it off and be done. Then nobody reclines. We all are uncomfortable. We're are. already all we're already all uncomfortable Either regardless. Way, even when you recline, it's still not the most comfortable. It's an uncomfortable no, ride. No. Right. Yeah, it's the worst. And I mean, you're tall, Pascal, and I'm but I'm wide. And so it's kinda you know, Give oh I, I hate flying. It's the worst. It's terrible. It is the worst. If we could just teleport, this would be a different conversation. Word. We'd all yeah, be fine. right. You know, you get that hyperloop going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Get that going. Oh man, if we had that. See, I, I, I'm I'm kind of hype about that hyperloop coming through, but I am mm-hmm. worried about it. I can what see just people being smashed up against the in the tubes. It's basically, going from St. Louis, it's a it's a, literally a hyperspeed subway train Ooh. that would basically go from St. Louis to Kansas City in 30 minutes. What? Yeah, that's... like it's like super fast. Oh my god, how, that's like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So imagine going that fast, that fast. How are they gonna make it like so that you don't? I guess it's some science where you oh, don't feel like. Some, yeah, I think there's. If I'm correct, there's some 
there is some spots in there's some spots in uh Asia I think it's like yeah no it's like in J- Japan that they right. they're already doing the the hyperlink and all that so oh that's so it's, cool it's pretty amazing yeah it's pretty yeah I'd love to see that I hope I hope they don't try and smash every seat of course they probably will oh but, god yes. like give us some space <laughs> stop being so greedy church I know <gasps> I've my uncle used to. My uncle travels all the time now. He he actually went out and bought himself one of those uh, like tour bus type things. Ooh! <laughs> he's like at that age now, where he's just like, okay, well, um, well, he's not really retired, but he, you know, he's he's an older man. He likes to travel. He has his little bus. He hates flying. Now. That's a dream of mine, for real. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that makes sense. For real, that makes sense. Get a get a nice camper. I, I'd rock with that. And just go. Yeah, that makes Park sense. Park it up and live yeah, your life. Yeah, and just drive. And I just, love that. Yeah, just see what's going on. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is uh, tell us what's going on in the world, man. All right. Well, this one, this, this is a story that kind of made me laugh a little bit. Although I guess if I were one of the applicants, I would not be laughing. But the Mayo Clinic, you know, the Mayo Clinic, probably one of, if not the best hospital in the united states if not the world they they have their teaching program there and every year they take about 50 applicants to their med school over the i guess last week they accidentally sent out acceptance letters to pretty much everybody that applied there this semester So all these students that applied there, you know, a lot of them, you know, they told their family, they told their everybody, you know, they told other medical schools that had accepted them that, you know, oh, thanks for the opportunity, but I'm going to the Mayo Clinic. And then the Mayo Clinic, you know, slightly later said that was a mistake. That was the uh, technical error on our part. We didn't mean to send acceptance letters to all 300 of you. So, or 360 of you. Whoops. Yeah. So now there's a whole bunch of like pre-med angry <laughs> applicants oh, out there that God. thought they were going to Mayo Clinic very, that are not. Giving out very thorough, angry <laughs> uh, 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 reviews to, with right. that whole situation. That's Can messed up. Can you imagine up. you turn down another wow. school though? Like what happens yeah, in that instance? I'd be, I'd be. <laughs> you get angry. to go back like, oh, I was just joking. I need y'all now. I'd this be... is my second choice. <laughs> Damn. That is not cool. There's got to be a way that yeah. they can fix. I'm like, like these others, like, if anybody really turned down another school, they have to be able to get back in. Like, I, I would, would hope, hope so. I would hope they would have known what's going on here. Sure, hope so. And been like, you saw the news, right? Wow. I was one of the ones that did that. That wasn't supposed to get accepted. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> I, I, I could I don't know what to say that's on that. That's, that's messed up. That's really well, one messed of the, up. One man. of the students that was rejected with that, you know, was accepted and then rejected, set up a GoFundMe to send just tons and tons of mayonnaise to the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Punishment for them. Uh, I guess he hasn't. I guess he hasn't raised any money on his GoFundMe yet. But people are sending the mayonnaise. like bulk mayonnaise to the Mayo Clinic. That's hilarious. Punishment for this. I think there have been at least. Four 30-pound boxes, 12 one-gallon jugs, 40 squeeze bottles <laughs> have been sent there. I'm so, dying. I mean, I guess if anything, you know, probably the local food bank's going to have a lot of right. mayo. They're there like, send them to the cafeteria, guys. <laughs> right. We got mayo for the next five years. <laughs> Yo. Oh, God, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. Like that. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I thought that was good. That's mess. It's a messed up one, but it, I mean, it's a, that's a, that's pretty funny. Very funny. <laughs> that's hilarious, man.
Wow. What else uh, is going on? All right. Uh, you, you remember the movie Contact? Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. Three, yeah. two, one, Contact. It's the reason. Oh, yeah, it's that was a moment. song. I remember that. Na, 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 like elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're not talking about that. You're talking about No, the, no. I'm talking about the Carl Sagan. Jody, yeah. Jo- Jodie Foster? Yeah, Jodie Foster, written yeah. by Carl Sagan. Yeah, where they're. Oh, it was written by Carl the, Sagan. Yeah, that was written by Carl oh, Sagan. Oh, I didn't even know that. Carl, well, it was based on a book written by Carl Sagan. The Cosmos. Yeah. Carl yeah. Sagan. Yeah. Billions and billions. Billions yeah. and billions of <laughs> miles away. Gaseous fumes coming out of the <laughs> airport <Yeah>. bathroom. <laughs> Airplane <laughs> bathroom. Anyway. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. What about well, the, the 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 SETI Institute has uh teamed up with a very large array observatory in New Mexico, which is you know, has tons and tons and tons of those satellite dishes that search the sky for radio signals, they are going to sweep the entire sky. They've agreed. They've worked it out. The SETI Institute, private organization, they've worked it out with the New Mexico Very Large Array Observatory to sweep the entire sky for evidence of alien life. Okay, question. Sort of, Qu- mm-hmm. Question real quick. I'm sorry. How do you, yeah, yeah. Su- how do you sweep the sky? <laughs> how is that it even? Takes, Go ahead. It takes a long, 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 long time. I mean, because you, I mean, you're talking about the difference between pointing your satellite at a, you know, at one planet as opposed to another planet is, you know, is a is a microscopic fraction of a movement of one of these, you know, things. So it's going to take a long, long, long time mm. to is, scan the sky. Will we be alive the whole time? I was going to say, are we are we going to mm-hmm. be dead in the ground by right. then? <laughs> I don't think it'll take that long. I think they've got some supercomputers working on it now. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. But the interesting thing, it raises a lot of questions, though. What do we do if we find life? Do we try and reach out to it? or Run! Run for your lives! <laughs> I, yeah. what I, think. Yeah. I think we need to leave them alone because, you know, how we are as, as humans, we're some destructive mofos. And yeah. if they find life, right. they're going to destroy it somehow. Mm-hmm. We find a way to just destroy everything. Yeah, we do. Literally. Yeah. We're yeah. destroying the earth right now. Global warming. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> like, that's Give that's me a break. Yeah. We need to leave everybody else alone. Yeah, We're doing yeah. enough oh. damage yeah, you know. to our own lo- Leave earth. it be. <laughs> let it be. Let it be. Sheesh. You know what I mean? No, nah, wow. I, I agree with you. Stephen Hawking, he had a good point about this while he was alive. He said the um, that if we find alien life, we should not try and reach out to it because Every instance of human tribes finding each other throughout all of our history shows that when one group of humans meets another group of humans, mm. usually one group of humans conquers the other one. True. It's beef. So yeah. if we Where's find alien life, Where's we the should just be like, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, oh, yeah, we should definitely leave it alone. We really? should just we don't the want them way. flying here and burning no. us up. Because, no. right, imagine if they conquer us. Shoot. It'd yeah. be the first it, time. It'd be a wrap. You're going to learn today. Yeah, man. <laughs> now, you know, you know for a fact. That if aliens were really conquering this earth, if they start doing rap videos. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) Word. Think about it. But I don't know. I mean, I I think I think if we could if we could contact (gasps) aliens, but they couldn't come here and we could just like basically have like a pen pal sort of relationship with them. (laughs) I mean, of course, they would take thousands of years to send the messages one way and back. But I mean, that would be. That'd be kind of cool. That's find out about, about 
That's yeah. something to think about. Dear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How are your billions of insect insect children? Right. <laughs> and you know what else? Imagine if aliens are like, they look just like us. They're just like another kind of human looking. Like yeah. we always have these 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 like movies about how aliens look and they're slimy and weird mm. and right. imagine if they're just they just regular looking. What? Yeah. We don't know. You never know. We they, don't know what they, they look like. They they could all look like President <laughs> Trump. You never Ooh. know. Or like Ooh, Holly Berry. God. They could all be hot. They could all look like yeah. Holly Berry. Be like, Ooh. That that would be hot. bad. How <laughs> if the world if the if the if all aliens look like Halle Berry <laughs> or or the girl from Species remember that movie yeah mm. oh. that would be a rap son <laughs> the world would explode the world literally would implode lots of mayonnaise lots everywhere of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway we got to go into a quick commercial break Tom stand by we we'll be right back with more news this is the Pascal show bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Okay, anyway, moving on. I don't even know what I was saying. Just speaking in tongues real quick because I was trying to channel my Eminem, but I can't I can't rap like that. I gotta. I can't freestyle rap like that. And Eminem can freaking... Yeah, he's a in beast. In your defense, he's like, yeah. Wanna, oh, yeah, he's a beast. Wrap his face like, off. when you start, you know what I'm saying? And then you feel intimidated. We still got Tom on the phone. Yes. Moving on from intimidation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so intimidated. Oh, yeah, so intimidating. <laughs> oh, I'll hobble right at you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. Anyway, so uh, what else is going on in the world, real quick, man? All right. Well, uh, the owner of Ben and Jerry's, Unilever which also owns Breyers, Klondike, Good Humor, Talenti, Magnum, the ice cream, not the condom, Cornetto, Vianetta, Chalk Ice, and others, has announced plans to stop advertising ice cream to children. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What? I don't know. What do you... Looky, looky, looky. To, to try and keep obesity rates down. Oh, wow. Yeah. They don't want any more fat kids running around eating ice cream. So they're not going to... Advertise. They're not going to use cartoons in their advertisements. They're not going to advertise during shows that are for children under 12. Really? And they're not going to advertise in any sort of print publications that uh, target children under 12. That is amazing. Interesting. I'm really, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I think so, too, because ice cream is such a kid. I mean, listen, we all like, <sighs> we all like ice cream. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's keep it real. But it's such a big, like... Like kids and ice cream, ice cream, ice cream truck or whatever. You know, you just, I always associate the two. So to see them do this is definitely a, a shocker to me. Yeah, it's kind of shocking. Yeah. Now, now, wait, yeah. wait a second, wait a second. So what were the, what were the brands again? One more time that are, that are going to do this? Uh, this is Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Briars. Br- Briars, Briars, okay. Wow. Klondike. 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 Yeah. Good humor. Okay. Uh, Talenti, yeah. which I don't know Talenti. I know Talenti. I know them. They're, in like, they're in like Walgreens. I mean, yeah, Walgreens and stuff. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Magnum. Okay. Which I don't, I don't know. Cornetto, which I think is a British thing. That's yeah, kind of the, like the, the, yeah, the Cornet, yeah, the Cornettos. Yeah, yeah the, the, yeah, the like, drumsticks or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. drumsticks, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Basically... All of Edgar Wright movies, you know, from yes. Shaun of the Dead and all, they're all Cornetto, uh, yeah, like the Cornetto, Cornetto trilogy. trilogy. Mm. But anyway, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yep. Wow. Interesting. That's all. Wow. That's one. that's all the good stuff. Yeah. Because at yeah, first when you at first when you said Magnum, I was like, oh, okay, because that's a little bit more adult. You know, the Magnum. <laughs> the no, no, no. I'm literally. I'm being real. I'm not not a joke. Right. All jokes aside, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Magnum's more of a an adult like, like Dove chocolate yes, that kind of yes. thing. But then when you said you know, Briar and Ben and Jerry's, uh, ben and, Jerry's and, and all that. It's kind of like, dang. So they're literally going to target. They're, they're going to re-aim their, their target demographic now? I guess so. I guess they're just going to try and not target children under 12. Which It's just so wild to me. That is wild I know. To me. Like, ice cream is just, that's a quintessential part of being a kid. I guess it unless is. Absolutely. I guess yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> well, you know what yeah. I, you know what I'll say this, say to this then, then McDonald's needs to follow in suit. All of them. Uh, any, any place, <laughs> shoot, Showbiz P, or uh, Chuck E. Cheese's needs to follow in suit. <laughs> like all the places that are all like where a kid can be a kid, all, all that stuff needs to be thrown out the window, and every kid should just be like, veganism's cool, man. <laughs> Seriously, think about it. I mean, yeah, you mm-hmm. can't take away ice cream from the babies. You can't take away ice cream <laughs> from the kids. Fair. That ain't about that. No, kids are. But aren't- you know, but I I gotta say I have respect for them because if they probably did studies. And saw, you know, the obesity rates are probably just raising. Right. And I mm-hmm. mean, and that's not healthy. But think safe. about but think about this. Imagine a world where the ice cream truck is being chased after grown ass men. Now it got rap music. <laughs> that's not you fun. Can find now. me in the club, hey. bottle full of bub. They said liquor out just, the ice cream just, truck. Just, just stripper poles <laughs> right. and just things wobbling the entire time. That's grown ass men running right. after that. I have the guy in the ice cream truck with the little CB radio thing being like, children, stay inside. Right. Stay away from us. Only. Stay away. This is stay adults indoors. only. You, oh you must God. be 12 or older. Damn. We must check. We check IDs before right. we serve. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Just grown-ass men run after. Like, that's that's terrible. Like, sit down, Timmy. This is that for is, me. That's childhood nostalgia right there. Mm-hmm. That's like Little League Baseball. And then after you get done yeah. with baseball, you run over there. And, and then you get your little, like, rocket popsicle thing. Yeah. You know, the red, white, and blue thing. Come on, man. I always take my kids for ice cream. Yeah. After, like, yeah. after, a, you know, after so you a just day. Want, so you just want to torture your kids. That's abuse. How dare you? What? Oh, oh. Yeah, you want your kids fat. You want your kids obese. You want your kids obese. My daughter would need to eat all the ice cream in the world. She got that. Uh, she, she got is, that fast metabolism. She's huh? tiny, tiny. <laughs> little, little. Lucky her. Like, girl, eat some ice cream. Lucky uh, her. Eat must be seconds. nice. Right, exactly. <laughs> Lucky her, Dagnabbit. I know. I mean, she's only 15, so. Whatever, man. It'll catch up to her. Whatever. I used to be yeah, small, too, once upon a time. Oh, I did, too. I was skin and bone <laughs> right. until I was about 15, 16. Same, yep. Same here. Then life happens. Mm-hmm. Until I hit my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> then you get thick. Then I started working out. Pascal, somebody called you thick. The yeah, with a, with, a, yeah. with a double C. <laughs> yeah, I was, he, he thick with it. I'm like, oh, dear God, no. All that, no. All that ice cream weed. No, stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> stop it. Make me blush. Anyway, what else is going on? Because that—that's kind of a travesty to me. That's—that's that's almost devastating. Sad. That they're just gonna rip out our hearts and and not allow kids to be like kids, kids no more. You yeah, know? yeah. That breaks I my mean, heart. I mean, they but. can still eat it, but they'll they'll be advertised. I'm trying to think who like a an adult mascot would be like. Uh, 
I don't know, like Don Lemon for Ben and Jerry's or something. <laughs> wow. Something that totally doesn't appeal to kids at Don, all. Just like, oh. You know what? It would be like Don Lemon for Lemonheads right. or something right. like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like just done. You know, yeah. today on CNN, we got to tell you about these this new Lemon. ice cream right. called, called Lemonheads. Like, oh. In other news, Trump is, you know what I'm saying? Taking like, all the fun out of ice cream. Word, word. Man, I am not about that life, man. That is that is some that's terrible. Funny. I agree. Uh, what what else is going on? Real quick, real quick. One All more. All right. One, one more. more. Okay. Well, this one here. This is uh, oh Missouri just making a fool of itself again. Uh-oh. There's this uh, Missouri representative, Mike Moon from Ashgrove, Missouri, which I had never heard of, but he has introduced a bill that would mandate law enforcement actively try to prevent women from having an abortion. Damn. He was he would try and change the well he would try and reinterpret the law to basically say you know you're entitled to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. He would try and say that life begins at conception. Mm. So I guess his his hope is that maybe this will be brought up by the Supreme Court and they'll define life as beginning at conception but that you know it, they, it seems like every year somebody tries to do something like this and it gets shot down but here's this guy saying cops should be out there trying to prevent women from getting into Planned Parenthood I guess cops right. should stop women from getting oh my Jesus what's happening you imagine you, what's that, happening? That, that, that would be a bad that sounds like a really bad turn of events. I'm, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that sounds really bad. That's that's a terrible situation. Can you I imagine? Uh, and, like, how do you even, like, because there's so many people get Planned Parenthood twisted. There's so many other reasons why women go to Planned oh, Parenthood. Yeah. So so you're just going to stop everybody? And what are you going to do, pregnancy tests at the door? Like, how do you know if I'm here for a checkup or yeah. birth control? Right? or Checking them about you're an just STD, gonna infringe, like, infringe on my anything. privacy. Yeah, this crazy yeah. talk. That could be you could be walking in for any reason. Anything. You don't want. Yeah. You don't want to be spreading no coronavirus right. around here now. Majority <laughs> of women who go to Planned Parenthood are not going there just to right. abort. Yeah. Right. That's, that's like messed up. That's like my primary care of uh, uh, people. That ain't savory. Yeah. Stupid. That is truly not savory. Mm. That's unfortunate, yeah. man. Well, Tom, thank you so much for calling in with that yeah, information. You. you know what I'm saying? We yeah. miss you, buddy. We'll we see you. Yeah, I miss Feel you better. Too. We will see you yeah, tomorrow, you. all right, brother? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for calling in. All right, take care. Yes. Have a good one. You too, brother. All right. All right. right. There we go. So there was that's some crazy stuff. What the this is when I want to scream out expletives. I know. It's so weird. It's so crazy because, like, I feel like we're going so far left in life. Like, a lot of You mean, like, maybe so far right? No, no. Well, I, I was oh, going to say, at one okay. hand, there's so much progress. My bad. You know, so much acceptance and change. And then, on the other side, you got people who's trying to just go way back. Because people are scared of change. I mean, this You got to remember that. People are not cool with fully embracing the idea of a changed world so once they mm. once something changes on the left side they want they to gotta go attack back. something over on the right side you gotta roll it back we, we gotta and, and i'm not saying on a political sense i'm just, just talking about the the balance of life it seems like it's right. like all right if we do something changed here something else got to change over here mm. and then it, it's always like a, 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 a tug, a of, tug war. of war yeah. there we go it's it's just a consistent tug of war which is so damn frustrating but anyway right. let's go on to some lighter stuff i know we got some some entertainment news stuff going on. Oh, breaking news, everybody. Kill the kill the music real quick. Breaking news. 
Justin Bieber has shaved off his mustache, everybody. We can all breathe now. He does not look like a coked up 70s porn star anymore. Thank you, Jesus. We can breathe now. Anyway, you can turn the music back on. We're done with that now. I don't know if you saw him, anybody listening saw his late night performance, but my God, that boy looked like a bum. And and the the performance wasn't bad. I actually really liked the song, whatever this new single he's going to come out with. Sounds really good, actually. Mm. The dancing was nice, but that boy looked like they found him and was like, come in here real quick. Come in here. We need you to hit. Just to take the stage. <laughs> Had on a flat. Hey, you got time? You, you got, got time, time over real here? Quick. Come here. You want to make it? Fill in a slot. Hey, you want a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> you want a fish sandwich? Come here, come here. I couldn't believe how that boy looked. Come here, real quick. Come here, come okay. here. Just shoved him out on the stage. <laughs> they did. And threw him a mic and said, "Sing, boy." Sing something. Sing something. I was like, "Look at this hobo." Make everybody forget that you look like a coked up. Right. Hobo. So glad he got rid of that. That, that mustache saying, he, he was looked, weird. Yeah, he looked like a he looked like crystal creep. meth has been treating him very well. Yes. To, in a bad way. A crystal meth creep. Yes, he looked. I'm a creep. <laughs> crystal meth weird. I like Beebs though. I I can't act like uh, I don't like Beebs. I do like him. I don't know. He 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 he's this with me. He's up and down. He's up, up and down. down. Yeah, yeah. He's up and down for me. Well, Some days it's like, okay, he's doing something cool. Right. And then the next minute it's like why the mustache? <laughs> and then yummy, yummy, why? Why yummy? Why yummy? Stupid, but people I are know. eating it up. And so. I'm telling you, what he performed on the show sounds like a way better song. I was like, this should have been the single. But, you know, the labels also, he's still on a major. They have a lot of say. Yes. And they're going to go with what they think. You know, the kids are singing it. The kids are singing you it. You won't forget it. Well, it's sad because then you see all it's these videos. Of, you see all these videos of these girls that are literally prepubescent children grinding to this yum, song. And you're like, yum. I don't need to see. If I saw my child, 12, 13 years old, no, gr- no. grinding no, no. the air to this song, no, no. she and I would be sitting down and be like, what, 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 what going on here? Bad visual. Like, <laughs> what, what the hell going on here? What are you trying to say? What, what are you trying to do here, girl? Like. What? <laughs> I have a huge problem with it. I huge. Feel you, I so feel you. Eh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it. I hear you. But he's got other, some other tracks that are good. I'm not going to sit here and say that his other tracks aren't good. We're going to get this album. I think I think it's out or maybe coming out soon. But I, I'm excited to get into the album. Yeah. I usually feel like the album be having the, the good the good songs. Sometimes they just throw out whatever the commercial hit's going to be. Right. All right. Let's just put that out there yeah. for radio. Then the meat and potatoes will be on the album. Right. I and bet you he's going to be singing some songs on there. Okay. And that's what he sounds like. You know what I mean? But anyway, what else is... Aside from that breaking news story, what else is going on, man? Okay, so Real quick, we'll do one, and then we got to go into a, a, a quick, quick break. break. Real okay. quick, quick break. All right, so in Atlanta on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Candy Burris, reality star, yeah. songwriter. She has a restaurant called Old Lady Gang. Why was there a shooting in her restaurant on Valentine's Day? Yeah, I heard about this, but I never got into much deep, never got any detail about it. Yeah. What, who, what, when, and why? We don't know. It's, everything's being investigated, but she put out an official statement apologizing that it took place. Three people were shot and injured. Was she linked to that shooting? No, not at all. So it was just a random shooting at a restaurant. She probably wasn't even there. Yeah, okay. but she did put out a statement acknowledging that it did happen, mm. apologizing that she tries to create a safe and fun, just, uh, you know, a vibe. Right. An, an environment for people to come out to eat, but that people cannot respect boundaries mm. and that they shouldn't have even been in the establishment 
with their guns in the first place. In the first damn place. And so she said that they're cooperating with investigations. They haven't put any names out there or anything yet because it's still, I mean, it just happened. Right. So as things unfold, I'm sure we'll find out. But I I just can't. I'm just thinking about we went out for Valentine's Day. I'm just imagining. Yeah. Being eating. Yeah. In a nice, sexy environment. And next thing you know. Just going off. And people getting shot. No, it's not cool. It's not cool. Get your hand out my pocket. Right. Like, no, that ain't cool. It's crazy. That ain't cool at all, man. But what what it makes me feel is like, man, these are the moments when I'm really happy that I'm like, all right. I decided to stay in and cook at home. Right. You know, when I decided just Netflix and chill. Right. Instead of going out to some fancy restaurant, because you never know nowadays. I mean, there's violence going on like everywhere. crazy everywhere. Everybody's so quick to pop off, man. Yeah. Ooh, it's so sad. You can't escape it. You can't escape it's, it at all, nuts. man. So, you know, of course, to any of the victims out there, our hearts and our, you know, thoughts go out to any of the victims yes. out there. Was there any any casualties? Nope. Injuries, but you never know with these with injuries. Sometimes people succumb to their injuries. Yeah. So I'm praying that nobody passes away from this well you know the, our hearts and minds go to all all the people that were involved in the shooting and of course hopefully the shooter found some peace yeah and hopefully he puts down his peace right and or I, her peace you never her, know you, you never, never know, know who, who started popping off but anyway we got to go to a very very quick co- commercial break we'll be right back this is the pascal show bye this is real talk from real st louis streaming live on real talk wgnu.com Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all of that good stuff. We got some other things going on in the world in in regards to entertainment news and all of that good stuff. So, what is going on? I know there's something in regards to Amanda Seals and her crazy self talking (laughs) talking out the side of her neck, saying some crazy stuff. Man, talking. You know, she's she's. Amanda is a is a she's funny. She's she's highly educated, and so a lot of times she says some great things. And then, but she's also highly opinionated. Highly opinionated. So she says some so she says some funky things as, sometimes as well. Um, but she had chimed in. They you know she's on the uh, the the show the the real. Yes. She has a new position. Yeah, as the, their, the new position. Yeah. yeah, as their new host. She just which, got it this year. Which, which by the way, sorry. Which you know, congratulations. That's dope. Look, I I'm love, excited for her. But I she have, does talk. She talks crazy. a lot. But I mean, I've known Amanda since Amanda Diva. We both from New York, so I've worked with her. I've done shows with her. Amanda Seals. Oh yeah. So she used to she, be Amanda. She Diva? used to go by Amanda Diva. Oh. And she used to uh, do. A, be very heavily into spoken word and and like her artistry as like a singer rapper. She sings. Yes, she can sing. Oh, I thought she was like just a comedian because no. I've only known her as a comedian. Yeah, no. First, I've only known uh, her as a comedian. I mean, Amanda Diva was like a very great spoken word artist. Oh. She she sang and rap. She put out rap, uh, you know, singing singing rapping uh, albums and poetry. She's done poetry books. Word. Um, she's been on the grind. And when she moved from New York to L.A., she dropped the diva and dro- put on her last name. And then she got more into like comedy and acting. But she'd been grinding for like probably almost 20 years. I ain't even lying. Uh Hustling. So to see her where she is now is I'm so happy for her because I do believe she deserves everything that's that's come to her because she's been putting in work for a long time. But so back on topic, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Right. He was a part of their hot of their let's talk uh, 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 girls chat segment. Let's, yeah, let's talk. I'm on. I'm in Pascal. It's, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. And so Amanda had yes, she had some 
some choice words for what she thinks about the whole juicy them smoke. bringing back up his we talked about this on the show last mm -hmm. week them bringing back up his case opening it back up in Chicago and she said some things that got a lot of controversy I mean it was a lot of back and forth you know okay. some people agreed with her a lot of people disagreed so let's hear what she had to say on that. Chicago politics is ruthless, okay? They and this, I'm telling you, this is more about Kim Fox and that situation than Jussie. They're just using Jussie as a scam. Come on, y'all. It was no victims. They can't really prove it. Thank you. Everything was, was Even if it was up. a hoax, even if it was a hoax, this is really happening all the time. And even if it was a hoax for the sake of bringing attention to this, then I'm like, that's low-key noble. Like, I'm just at, a, I'm at my wit's end about us centering situations like this and wanting to make people have to pay. And it's like, Emmett Till's accuser was a lie. It's, I think she's still alive. Yep. Yes, and yes. this young man died, and she announced that she was lying about it. They should have put the shackles on her that day. And she's walking around. So... No one was hurt in this situation. Nobody, you know what they're mad about? Their time, their resources being the used. Money, the taxpayers' resources. Sure, sure. Being, taxpayers' resources are being used every day to imprison people who have done nothing but be an addict. So I don't want to hear about Jesse Smollett. Okay, but so I, what but do you I do about people that feel that? Well, what if a hate crime really happens to me, and now because of what Jesse Smollett this, did, now if, they don't believe me? If this is if this one instance yeah. is what makes them not believe you, baby, that's a lie that they're telling ourselves. We have lived in a nation where they don't believe hate crimes <laughs> every day, every single sure, day. Sure, sure. But I just want to hear an answer. But I just want to ask. I, I just want to ask because Jesse is the it, like an, it, it is huge nationwide news because he is famous. So yeah. if it was a hoax. What do you think is the correct punishment? And do or do you think he should be? They got murderers on probation, Gina. Sure, sure. But I'm asking about Jesse Smollett. I'm asking about that because you said it was low-key noble. I just want to literally should be like he should oh, be applauded. Damn. Oh. They got smacks on the wrist for all these people, and they can't give a smack on the wrist to Jesse Smollett. Uh, like because they're saying that it's a whole big thing. I'm just I I don't believe it. Sure. And we look at black men who are constantly getting the book thrown at them all the time. All the time. All the time. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, naturally, the people was uh, the people had a lot to say about this segment. Okay. Um, okay. Because it was, it's pretty loaded. Yeah, it's really loaded. What do you think? There's a lot about? that she's saying in there, too. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot. And there's a lot that she has a point on. And it's not like I'm sitting here saying, why am I in defense before I even say what I have to say? Right. Basically, what I'm trying to say is this. Uh, she definitely has she has a point on some things. Calling him low key noble is trash. Yeah, that she was needs bad. to go somewhere with that trash. That was that's just what I personally think. On I that. agree with you. <laughs> that is trash. That does not him him lying him. Let's just say let's just say he lied. Okay, I think he lied. Okay, so I know he allegedly this is allegedly a lie or allegedly a hoax. Okay, let's just say that he did it. All right, no matter what. Yeah, I think. The, there yeah it's true that there are people who are getting slaps on the wrist and 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 are still walking on uh, still walk, roaming free still roaming free right now but at the same time i feel like he do, he did something bigger than just lying he lied and used a, a, a particular platform mm -hmm. to lie on mm -hmm. and i think in a way 
that doesn't justify anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't justify that doesn't give him a, a free pass. I just don't think he deserves a free pass. So for her to call him noble, that is a, a very strong choice of words right there to call him noble. Yeah. Like you lost me at noble yeah. from that moment on. I'm like, what? What the hell are you talking about? Right. Where's the where's the no where's the nobility in a lie in in this lie? Yeah, yeah. What? I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think she could have everything else that she said to me rang true. That part, kind of like like you said, it makes you lose people out the gate because you're gonna say even if it was a hoax. So you're saying even if he did lie and you know and you knew that you're gonna call it noble when we know he didn't do this hoax. To bring awareness. Yeah. This wasn't some awareness hoax. Yeah. It was a hoax for greed for himself. Yeah. And he got caught. Where's the nobility? Yeah, and he got caught. <laughs> yeah, and he got caught. So so mercy. On, on, on that side of things, I think it was no nobility in it. However, I do think he should walk away from this with a fine and community service. And that's it. If this man goes to jail, it's ridiculous when... The lady who came out and spoke and said she lied on Emmett Till, she's alive and she's still in her house. And I see her point That's on that crazy. piece. I see her point on that piece and somebody, 110%. And this, is, this is victimless. So, yeah. so I think he should be punished. A, a major fine because he got money and community service. Yeah. But if he goes to prison, this system is really out to get us. Honestly. If I, he goes to prison over I this, Pas- Pascal. No, a victimless crime. Pascal. <laughs> Jail time is too much. I think you were trying to say Pascal and Smollett at right. the same time. Don't 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 make, don't associate don't me associate. with this guy. No, I'm just playing. But 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 okay. So here it is. I, I see your point, and I see her point. I see what she's saying. Absolutely, 110. Yes, the woman that that came came out with the truth of about Emma Till, the whole nine. Yeah, absolutely. You, you and they didn't do anything about it. That's that's absolutely. Mind blowing yeah. that they didn't that she got away still to this day is still getting away with that kind of situation. Absolutely. I totally get that. But at the same time, I still do think he does. He's getting everything he deserves. I mean, that's just me. But at the same time, I know that it will most likely if he's got good lawyers, which he probably most likely 110 percent does. He better. He's going to get fined. He's probably going to do some community service mm-hmm. and he's still and he will not have a career. Ever. And I hope he keeps it that way with him having no career cuz there's no reason for him to be you know Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise, Jesse Smollett yeah. in Mission Impossible 17. No. He should never have a career career after this. He won't. If that's the if if anything. There's no coming back from this. Anything. Anything he can walk away from this situation with is not a career. Please do not let this man have a career. Let him walk. Let him have the the fines and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, man, if this man still has a career and people are buying his movies and buying tickets to go see him in in movies and TV Mm -hmm. shows and all that stuff, man, I'm going to be one angry dude because that is trash. Yeah, I can't see. I honestly feel like. I'm the gay Tupac. Right. Then he starts going, "Oh, I this is a there was a, mm. a homophobic, you know, this is all bigotry and and, and racism and homophobic and uh, <laughs> like and I was attacked and I got a noose around my ne- all those things." Relax. Like, come on, man. It's embarrassing. Fine. Fine. Get yourself fined. Yeah. Get yourself community service. Mm-hmm. And go away. But, but then disappear. Go away. Disappear. He has punished Be himself. gone. For real. He has really punished himself with this. He shot himself in the face with this one. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, you see, they took him out the finale. They were going to try to put him in the finale. No. Yeah. Took him. He has ruined himself. Because he doesn't represent. The, Us. He does not represent the black community. No, he don't. Or the gay community. No, he don't. At all. He and ain't if no he, activist. And if he does, if somebody's still trying to be like, oh, no, but he couldn't. No, then something's wrong with y'all. Right. I agree. Sorry. I I'm wholeheartedly agree that. with that. That's stupid and it's trash. And Amanda Seals. You had very strong points in that in that conversation, but calling him low key noble is low key is stupid. Low <laughs> yes, is low key trash. Low key trash. Sorry. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Let us know what you think. Comment down below. We'll be right back with our interview with Casey Nolan, KSDK's reporter. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. Uh, KSDK's reporter. Casey Nolan, who just came back from Haiti. So we got a great conversation with him coming up next. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know what you did there. Nice, nice, nice choice, Lucas. Good nice job. choice. Well, we are here with uh, KSDK's reporter, Casey Nolan, is with us right now. Good How are you doing? Yes. Welcome. How are you doing, nice. man? Thank you. How are you? How are things? I'm, th- things are great. This is my day off, so it's like life is good, and I'm hanging out with you. This, oh. is, this is just a good start to yeah. the day. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Check is in the mail, man. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that, I need to use that one time. This, you know, day's good because I'm here with you. <laughs> uh, that's a great thing. So, so tell me, man. I mean, I know you just got back from... Haiti, I've been watching your your stuff on yeah. on Instagram and, and mm-hmm. Facebook and everything. Yeah. And I, I I just have to ask you, like, you know, what how was Haiti? What was Haiti like? Yeah, it's kinda it, it you might it might be a little odd that, you know, the local news sends a, you know, a crew down to Haiti for a story, but that's exactly what we did. Um and and I guess in this case, in full transparency, a crew it means me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I shot the I shot the video as well, which uh, you know, May or may not be the the best, but um, for the final product. But <laughs> but, but nevertheless, uh, it was a great trip. Haiti's great. I mean, on on one level, it's beautiful. The people are incredibly welcoming. They're great hosts. They're beautiful people in a beautiful country. And, yeah. And at the same time, you got that right. You know, it's <laughs> you know, it's really <laughs> they got a lot of challenges. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. They most definitely do. So we uh, we went because. It was the 10-year anniversary of the earthquake that just whoever's numbers you believe killed tens of thousands, if not more than 100,000 people mm-hmm. 10 years ago in 2010. Back then, we went because there was a local story, so we went again beca- to follow up on that local story. Yeah. That's that's the, the nutshell. Okay. And so you went there 10 years ago. Now you went back just recently. Mm-hmm. So what is it like now? What is it? How's Haiti doing now? Well, I guess the first thing to say is you got to remember you're talking to a guy who's been twice in his whole life. Right. And the first time it was a crisis. Um, it, well, and chaotic. And, and I was going not so much to where the destruction from the earthquake was, but to where hundreds of victims were coming with just, you know, a very chaotic scene. Um, and so... So that's my my lens that I'm seeing this through. So so I'll, on one hand, um, it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, the definitely the chaos is quieted down. There's some sense of normalcy to the the daily routine. Um, 
you know, a few improvements like infrastructure in terms of a major highway that used to be full of potholes is now freshly paved. Right. Someone who's lived there for years talked to me about, have you noticed the difference in the traffic? I was like, yeah, there seems like there's more traffic, and that's a good sign for mm-hmm. some people. You Absolutely. Know? Um, yeah. A little more hectic, but uh, but it's a sign of an economy that's maybe starting to do a little something. But, you know, listen, honestly, at the same time, I think if you just took a snapshot at both times, nothing's changed. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's still a lot of people with, you know, don't have running water, don't have electricity at night, and, or, you know, or don't have jobs. Mm. So it's uh, still a lot, there's still a lot of challenges. Still yeah. a lot of health problems that you and I could get taken care of pretty easily here. Right. And it's hard to find, you know, a doctor to do that there. So, um, but I did have like, you know, I, I did have a meal at a restaurant. I did see a new hotel built in the hills. I did see, you know, a lot of people taking little motorcycle taxis that weren't even there the last time I was there. So right. I, it just kind of depends on what you want to focus on, I guess. But I think most people would agree um, at least where I was, not much has not much has changed. Not, not nothing not, hasn't radically improved. Like yeah. like a lot of people promised it would from around the world when they promised billions of dollars and yes. all kinds of attention. The uh, the the constant uh, what's the word? The constant broken promises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just say of hey, we're gonna help all these refugees, or we're gonna. I mean, this goes this spans back you know, 20 some odd years yeah. of, oh, we're going to help the refugees. We're going to help this. We're going to help build the economy. We're going to help bring businesses and help give them money, all that stuff. And, and then still to this day, they're going, so where's that money right. that you, you promised to give us to help with our economy? Or, you know, it's, it's such a terrible thing because obviously it's a, it's a really beautiful country filled with really beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really frustrating to see it's such a rich and passionate culture. And the fact that this culture and this country, it just keeps falling apart mm. is it's just devastating to me. You know, especially I'm, f- I'm Haitian, you know, I'm, my family comes from Haiti. Yeah. So it's, it's something that, I, you know, if I had billions of dollars, you know, yeah. and if I could help in that kind of way, of just re- you know, giving them a, a second breath of life in a way, economically speaking, I would. I just wouldn't even know where to begin, yeah. where, right. where to start, especially with all the, especially with all the leaders that have come through. They've it has been hand, like hands down, one corrupt leader after another, after another, and it's. It's terrible. It's terrible, man. Yeah, the the, the the everyday folks there, they they seem to be get it from two different directions. You know, they yeah. they they're betrayed historically by the rest of the world, and then they then they get betrayed by a few individual leaders as well. And, and I'm no expert on Haitian history, but that that's certainly if you, you don't have to be there very long to have somebody tell you that. And they, and yeah. you don't have to be there very long to get a sense that people are very proud of their history. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know, freeing themselves from slavery from the French and. Again, I'm not an expert on Haitian history, but about the time Lewis and Clark t- took off from St. Louis, yeah. they were the first free black country yep. in, in, the, in the Western Hemisphere, if not the world. I'd, I'll defer it to It was the, the only ex- successful slave revolt in the Western Hemisphere. Yes. Period. Right. And so we are very proud of that. Of right. resilient you know? people. Yes, of resilient people. For sure. I yes. mean, the fact that we're still 
we're still here. Still, I'm here. Still here, <laughs> I'm personally baby. here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Shout out to my mom and dad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for making me. But we're resilient people, and we're very proud of people. And I think that can be uh, – that can really shoot – it's kind of like we shoot ourselves in the foot because of how proud we are as well because mm. it's kind of like we – we want the help, but we don't want to act like we need the help, if mm -hmm. that makes any sense, mm -hmm. because of our pride. Well, when you talk about having a billion or dollars or whatever that, you know, because you see the problems and they are in the billions of the problems, you know, the billions yeah. of dollars size problems. But I did see small little steps of progress. And um, and that was one of the things I went down there to talk about. There are a couple of organizations with St. Louis Roots that are down there. And I think the reason they have been successful at least when you talk to the people who are local about what's going on, you know, mm -hmm. kind of try to get their perspective, and, and is because they have empowered, supported, but let the local Haitian folks lead in these efforts ah. instead of being, you know, instead of trying to drop in and, with, and be a savior and say, here's what you need to do, here's some money, see you later. Right. Um, they've, they've really tried to share knowledge or expertise but also listen, what do you need and, and how can we do this? Mm -hmm. um, wow. Yeah, I, it, it, the, the two things we talked about when we were down there, there are a couple of things. There's a hospital and then there's a factory. The hospital, it started um, with a couple of St. Louisans. There was a guy by the name of uh, Dr. Ted Dubuque in the 1980s got this life-threatening illness and made this promise to God that if he got better, he would devote his life to helping other people. Mm -hmm. After he got, he, he recovered and found this tiny little rural clinic just outside of Cap Haitian, which is in the northern part of Haiti, in a very rural area. And he went down there for, I think the story goes, you know, a few months or so and did like 250 surgeries mm -hmm. and just barely, wow. made a, barely made a dent, though, right. in all the need. Well, fast forward you know, a couple of decades, there's this whole organization called CRUDEM. It's an acronym, but it's C-R-U-D-E-M, CRUDEM, that has supported this hospital to the point from, in 2010, it was about a 70-bed hospital. Word got out after the earthquake in Port-au-Prince that, hey, there's a hospital that did not fall down, mm -hmm. that has some capabilities. Hel helicopters from the U.S. military and other militaries were starting to fly the patients there, and over the first, next few months, they treated a thousand earthquake victims, a lot of amputations, a lot of children, lost mm. limbs, just horrible, horrible stuff, but they were able to save a lot of lives too. Yeah. So that's, that's his legacy. He had this, he and another man by the name of Carlos Reese was a local businessman here in St. Louis. So they, they had stood this thing up a little bit. It was all staffed up by Haitians to the point where they could help in a crisis like this. And then our story this year was 10 years later, now they've tripled in size. They've built mm -hmm. more buildings. They, mm. Their reputation has grown in the country since then when this tiny little hospital in the jungle outside of Cap Haitian, you know, a town of maybe, I don't know, 10, 12,000 people, they saw what they could do. So people will come from hours away still. And now they've, they've, they've grown. There are a lot of a lot of donations still coming in, largely from St. Louis. The organization has, has grown. It's actually based in the East Coast now because it kind of rotates with hospitals and different things like that. It has a lot of, a lot of affiliation with, with medical professionals yeah. on the East Coast. But so, so, so you go from the 1980s when he had this vision till now, it's a 400-bed – or, no, excuse me, it's a uh, – about maybe like a 200-and-something-bed hospital, 240-bed nice. hospital. Wow. 
doing all kinds of things that you just, it's hard to find. Maybe this puts it in perspective. There is a line of people, two, 300 people potentially, five days a week, all year round, waiting to get in just to their clinic. Wow. A couple hundred people just sitting out waiting. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's so crazy. Wow. What? What? I'll tell you. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm the worst radio guest ever because I won't <laughs> stop talking. But no, 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 no. No, the, no that's the, the that's stuff. the that's the that's a great radio okay, guest. Okay, good. Come well, I'll just tell you. You're talking about the people of Haiti. This is right. Stop me when I'm going too long. But that line reminds me. Where they're out there waiting. You know, hospitals just it's just different. They don't have a cafeteria per se in the hospital. You, if you're a patient, you don't get fed by the hospital. It's up to your family to mm. feed you and to come wow. with you and take care of you wow. and kind of wait outside and. Then, so one, you see that, that's still amazing and what it takes to get somebody, if they have a major situation, their whole family kind of, or at least someone else has to come with them and things like that. But now flashing back to 2010, when this happened, mm. these folks are flown in in a crisis emergency from another city. They have no family there to take care of them. Mm. This little town where they're being flown in has no resources. They're living on a, a buck, two bucks a day, tr doing what they can to feed themselves on any given day. Wow. And they pulled together as a community and fed all of these patients. Jeez, that's uh, amazing. Every day because the hospital had no way of feeding them. So so for over several months, this town, a small town, here come all these big city folks. They've never met. They don't get Port-au-Prince. Yeah. They, don't, they don't go there much. And they rallied and fed them and took care of them. And and, and, and it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. That's, that's incredible, man. Wow. But I, I love how that there's progress, that there's, there's yes. been progress. You've got to look for it, but it's there. But that, you know, if they're looking for for help, there at least is something there. Yeah. That it's not just. I mean, you know, I've seen, and I'm sure, and I'm, and it's there's still things like that. There's still really sad, uh, you know, visuals that you see. Sure. Still images that you see that are heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking moments and very heartbreaking images that you that are still kind of burned in my brain from just seeing. You'll see, uh, for example, and. You know, I don't know how much is, this has changed since the since the earthquake, but you'll see big, huge lash, um, lavish, uh, huge mansions, right? Mm -hmm. Just beautifully built with with borders and you know huge gates and all that stuff. And up against that gate will be a shack, mm -hmm. basically just made with tin, and whatever that person that family could put together, and it will be a family of eight living in this one room mm. shack that's leaning up against a the mansion. actual mansion mm. of this place, you know, or you'll see very rich, the very rich, uh, the very well off driving in beautiful cars, you know, beautiful SUVs, but these SUVs are driving through sewage. Mm. And while you're driving through this muddy sewage, you'll see kids in obviously just a, a like a, button-up business s shirt that they've found somewhere right. that's tattered and torn, and they're literally digging through the sewage mm. to find something to eat. Mm. And that's the those are the images that I still, to this day, have yeah, burned wow. in my brain from just going to Haiti so often. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's crazy that just finding health care is a, even just that. Human basic needs to just be well mm -hmm. is a scarcity and that there Absolutely. is a line that long yep. just to get healed, yep. just to get the, the things that every human 
deserves. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Ooh, anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We're here with Casey Nolan. We're talking about Haiti. We'll be right back. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you all for tuning in. And if this is your first time checking out our show, please go click that like button on our Facebook feed. That's facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show. And of course, we do have a YouTube channel. Go crush that subscribe button. YouTube.com forward slash the Pascal Show. Anyway, we are here with anchor news reporter from Channel 5, KSDK News, Casey Nolan. He just got back in from Haiti just a few days ago. And I'm just picking his brain about this because, you know, it's my it's my it's my native land. It is my it is my home, mm-hmm. you know, IET. Anyway, so I got to ask you now you went out there. It was obviously it was an eye opening experience for you. It was, um, of course, you got to see the beautiful people and sure. the beautiful country that is Haiti. Sure. But I got to ask you, what was it that got you out there in the first place? How did you pitch this to your news station? So. Um, you know, if you allow me to be corny for just a second. Go ahead. Corn, corn ball it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's me all day. Come on. So Five on Your Side has a, you know, a mission statement that says we're going to stand up for St. Louis. And that can mean a lot of different things in a lot of different situations. But in this particular case, it says here are some people who are doing some work that is saving lives. And nobody really knows about it. Not that many people do anyway. Um, I talked about the hospital story uh, before. And then there's this other story of the factory that's making this peanut butter essentially kind of like you might see if you're going to run a marathon or something you squeeze out of a packet to eat but this is for children who are malnourished and might not survive if they didn't have this Mm. um they've had so much success that they're actually exporting it to unicef and other things to help pay for this factory they've built in the last 10 years yeah and then they donations from st louis st louis sends allows them to give it away so if i think your side said um i went to my boss and said to them uh, it's been 10 years. A lot's changed, as we discussed. A lot hasn't also, but a lot in these organizations that we covered 10 years ago has changed, and I think it's worth an update. Right. Um, and, and frankly, it was just that simple in terms of my pitch. Um, and then we started looking at the feasibility. Do we have lodging? Do you know how you're going to get around? Do right. You know, do you, do, are people willing to talk to you? If we're going to – it's not – not the cheapest plane ticket to buy down there. So or if we're going to invest in that, we're going to come back with a story. So I contacted some folks that I had uh, gone with previously and then ended up talking to a doctor that I'd gotten to know once I got back who was part of this organization, Dr. Bill Guile, uh, a physician here in St. Louis. Couldn't have done it without him because he um, really kind of held my hand through just the logistics of getting around and in you know, it's not like you can just drop in and rent a car and uh, right. open up an app and get a hotel room. Right, right, right. Get an Uber real quick. Yeah. So, you know, he was able to, uh, you know, connect me with the right people to be able to kind of get around and do the work. So, nice. So the pitch was really just there's more to this story. The pitch was um, this was, you know, I don't know if you guys remember it, but I'm sure you, you do. Yeah. Um, when this earthquake happened 10 years ago, it was oh, yeah. huge news. Yeah, so it was huge, huge news. And... I think most of us, myself included, forgot about it after in the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. so the story was, if we're going to stick to that mission statement of what people are doing here and, and showing um, some change people are affecting, 
we got we got to follow through. Yeah, there's and, more to the story. And, and and you know, I know that we got a little bit of a clip, right? Yeah, we got a little bit of a clip uh, from your your experience in Haiti, and so here it is. This you could call progress. Is this road better? Yeah. It yeah, better. Fresh pavement since the last time we were here. Making the trip quicker now from the city to the small town of Milo, Haiti, where the story began 10 years ago. The road to recovery hasn't been so smooth. And uh, earthquake. We lost lots of colleagues, lots of friends. Life here in the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere was hard enough before the 2010 earthquake. It killed an estimated 160,000 people and injured more than twice that many. When the earthquake hit, the epicenter was 100 miles away. The injuries came to me low by helicopter and by the hundreds. This is the hospital here. This is soccer court. This small town's even smaller hospital was the best hope for more than 1,000 earthquake victims. Volunteers from St. Louis and across the United States turned a tiny 70-bed facility into a life-saving tent city as the patients kept coming. It's been almost three weeks since the earthquake, and now the hospital is starting to take off patients not only from Port-au-Prince. Today, the landing zone is gone. And in this small town, the chaos from the earthquake is gone too. But this is a country still very much in crisis. Women are dying in childbearing. Children are dying of malnutrition. Dr. Harold Prevel is the hospital's CEO. Name the disease, you have it in Haiti. Ask what is, has been done, what is in progress. Nobody would give you an answer that could satisfy any decent human being. If we weren't here, people simply died. St. Louis physician Dr. Bill Guile was one of the roughly 1,000 volunteers who cared for people after the earthquake. Ten years later, he's the vice chairman of CRUDEM, the St. Louis-born nonprofit that supports the hospital. Do you worry people have forgotten about Haiti? People have forgotten about Haiti, you know, without an earthquake uh, or a hurricane. But judging by how the hospital has grown, CRUDEM has not forgotten. Doctor, when you look at this hospital and think about the last 10 years, what comes to mind? <laughs> Miracles. Since the earthquake, the hospital's Haitian staff can now help people in ways it never could. Life-saving care for premature babies, high-tech tests, complex lab work, and Haitian and volunteer surgeons now work in brand new operating rooms. The hospital has more than tripled in capacity and continues to grow in reputation. Haitians still come from hours away to see a doctor at Sacre-Cœur Hospital. And this line is not unusual. There can be 500 people a day here waiting to see a doctor five days a week, every day of the year. So how is this hospital successful in a country that has struggled to make any progress since the earthquake? Dr. Dubuque from St. Louis and Carlos Riz. Those are the two St. Louisans who had started the dream. Dr. Prevell believes the answer goes back to how it all started, with the support of St. Louisans who stayed committed with their resources and to their belief that Haitians should lead the way. Our job is not so much to come in and do the work, but to work with them, improve their skills. Our, our job is to make ourselves unnecessary. Supporting this Haitian hospital's work to heal and 
build a better road to the future. And I see beyond of this. I see our new facility and I even see a better country. Man, I, I, you know what? What it it literally brings tears to my eyes to think of how bad it is over there and how much it how much there's need. Yeah. How much there is there are so many people. There's just a country that is in so much need right now. It, you know it. It. it um, I don't know how to say it. It just definitely strikes a chord in me because yeah, <clears throat> there's just so many people that need. They need help. But I'm encouraged you know, to out hear there. I'm encouraged when I hear Dr. Pravel's voice again because I'm reminded about him. This is the guy that could come to the States and have a good job. And, and he could yeah. be a successful doctor here. And, yeah. And probably make a lot more money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, not probably, definitely. But he chooses to stay there um, and use his expertise to lead that hospital. And you heard him say there at the end, I didn't do a good job of diving into this aspect of it, but they've expanded the hospital they've got. But now on the way... Uh, driving to and fro there they stopped on the side of the road and showed me this huge plot of land that's just nothing right now yeah they've got a vision for a whole campus nice. that'll be just as just like you'd see a hospital here uh and he believes that'll happen he's the dream you know he talked about the st louisans who were the dreamers they started the dream he's i i we were standing kind of on a a, a second floor balcony looking out over the hospital and how it's grown and i said to him like boy could you believe this 10 years ago and he's like yeah yeah nice totally he's a visionary. i love that exactly yeah he's, he's, like, a visionary. I he's like i'm a dreamer and that's when he said to me and i can see the next hospital if, nice. and i can see a better country yeah wow. so. now now i understand that when you were out there you were all by yourself yeah so you shot everything yourself yeah that's how? my thing oh that's your thing that's my thing most of the time yeah i um i was I was behind the scenes for a long time, so I have a little bit of technical knowledge, I guess. Right. Um, and then um, when they allowed me to put this mug on in front of the camera, they said, well, how, how do you feel about shooting video, too? I was like, fine, let's do it. Let's so do it, yeah. um, you, a lot of times when you see me on TV, there's a there's a photographer, as we call him, cameraman, camerawoman, uh, who's running that when, it, when we're live, quote unquote live, but a lot of the tape stuff, this is all taped and I'll come back and edit right. it. So I, I shoot a lot of my own video. So you had one camera the entire time or did you have multiple? I took two. I took, uh, okay. I, had a, I had a nice little GoPro and, uh, and then my small camera. I travel pretty light. Um, Wait, you, you say small camera, what did you shoot on? Uh, it's a small Sony about the size of, smaller than a shoebox. Mm. So, so like an A7? I wish. Now we're talking tech. I like yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm, a te- I'm a huge tech nerd. That's a good I'm a, camera. I'm a camera yeah. nerd, so. No, yeah. no, I don't have the well, DSL. Like a, A6300? No, I'm still in the video world. It's a, oh gosh. you're like going a camcorder? You, you, yeah, you're going to put me on the spot. It's like a PMW 6X70 wow. oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Wow. Tapes? No, no, it's a, oh, okay. a, a, a SD card. I was about to say, whoa. No, 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 no. We're going tapes? Wow. No, no. We, we throwing out those DV tapes, man? <laughs> um, no, but uh because I was, yeah, I, so when you did, okay, so when you have, because obviously we didn't get to show the actual video yeah. on, on on the show, uh, so we're only seeing the, we're only listening Hearing to the, the audio. audio, but I saw, I watched some of the video, mm-hmm. and I noticed that, like, you had a wide shot of you sitting across from one of the people that works at the hospital, mm-hmm. and then there was a tight on them. I'm just so, running two cameras right there. So I just, you had a GoPro setup. Set up for the second shot. For the wide. Yeah. Ah, so that's how you did it. Nice. The magic. I was wondering how you. <laughs> wow. So those GoPros Smoke are. And mirrors. They're those good. GoPros are good. They're great. They're wow. Great. Okay. And they're so small. And small. so smooth and steady. It's great. Nice. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because. 
I've always curious. I've always been curious about it. And I, you know, I, I hate to go uh, take a left turn on this, but I am quite curious about what you do in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, the what you did was amazing covering Haiti. Uh, that that segment that you did was really well, a really you. beautiful piece, thank and you. and I, I hope everybody gets the chance to see it, and hopefully it'll be okay if we take that some of these clips and put them up Definitely. on our page because you know we i want people, I to, want people to know yeah i want people to know the the story and, and know that that's literally haiti is literally like from miami to port-au-prince haiti is like taking a plane from st louis to chicago mm -hmm. it's that short of a trip it's so just close. like bang you're right oh, there yeah. it's like you're hopping over a pond and that's it you yeah. know um, and I think that if there's any people out there that are wanting to do something and, and give back or help change the world, definitely Haiti is one of the countries that could really use a lot more help and a lot more funds, of course. Um, so and if, if you ever you can, get the chance to go, they'll teach you. They'll teach you some stuff too. You'll, oh, you'll come quick. back a, a different person. I oh guess. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll learn some. There's some. There's some great. There's some great music. There's some great games. There's some great food. The food, man. The food, man. Yum. <sighs> I, I get it. I, like the, this whole weekend, I was just eating nothing but Haitian food. But That's good. You know, some that, plantains. I, you get any plantains? Oh, of course, Yum, man. Come on now. Best. All day, every <laughs> single time I, I get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Banan pezé, the whole nine. Um, nice. So you, you know, uh, you, you definitely, yeah. You guys have got to go and check that out. But I, of, of course, on, on a left turn in regards to your career. I mean, you, you said you were behind the camera a lot at first, and then you started putting that mug on yeah. on camera. Yeah. So where, how did you get that? Like, how did you turn to them and go, hey, you know, I could tell stories. You know, I, I could go and report on some stuff. Just let me go to Sweden real quick and yeah. talk about chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> how did that work? You know what I mean? Because trust me, if you did that, I'd be like, where can I, can I come with you? Yeah, right. right. Just so right. you can pay me in chocolate. I'm good. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. That's a long story, that, and I don't know if, if you have the 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 the, the counseling uh, the patience to hear it. You're but, like, tell uh, me. But uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just. No, playing. no. It was well. I went to. I went. To, I'm from Missouri. I grew up in a small town south of here, and went to Mizzou just to kind of didn't really know what I was doing. And mm -hmm. long story short, uh, when I left uh, Mizzou, I was working for the TV station there that's associated with the journalism school. Yeah, and I learned a lot from them. And found myself in Alabama working as a camera guy. Mo did that for a few years, moved around the country a little bit, yeah. and uh, just kind of had a little itch that I wanted to scratch. I wanted to write a little bit. And I was fortunate to get the opportunity to do it here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why they let me do it. I, if, if, if I, no, trust me, I used to record these things so I could look at them and improve. And I was so bad that I would just delete them. And now I wish I had them because yeah. it would be hilarious. Just but to be <laughs> like, this is where I started <laughs> yeah. from. And now I'm here. It was bad. I had a producer say to me one time after my first live shot, and I did a, my first live report, she looked at me as I came back into the building and she said, that's just not fair. They shouldn't make you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, like, you know, I understand the, you start from somewhere, right? And, and you get things moving. But how does one go to, say, KSDK and say, hey, <laughs> that all rhymed. <laughs> but go to them and say, hey, I want to go to, I don't know, I want to go to Sri Lanka and cover this story. How, and then they go, Sure. Here's the here's the here's the business card. Right. You know, right. here's the business credit card. 
Go get yourself some uh, well, first class tickets out to, you know, Sri Lanka. Yeah, there are no like, first class that? tickets in New Zealand. <laughs> no, I can tell you I, that. I, I, first I things first, <laughs> but, not first class. But you, okay. you know what I mean? Like, how, do, how does that work? It didn't start out quite like that. I mean, I got in, it, you know, it, it, it's not very glamorous. I got in, with the, the, the parent company had a recruiting session, and I went, and they, they said, okay, we'll give you a shot. And so I started out, I mean, I, I did some pretty, some pretty uh, not so hard hitting stories for a few years. I, my friends ribbed me because one day the talk of the town was a hawk that like flew into a car downtown and they were like, really? You're reporting on a hawk that, <laughs> that died in downtown? I'm like, it's baby steps. Right, yeah, right. you gotta get, you baby gotta go steps. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you know, I did a lot of that. Um, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you know, and just picking up whatever they needed me to do. And so I'd been there a few years in 2010 when this happened and then yeah. they, and then frankly, I think the fact that I was by myself was the way I was able to go, not so much, um, of course, th- you know, there are many reasons why they might, you know, with the technology changing and the ability to do things by oneself, blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of re- But in this particular story, there were very few seats on planes to get down there that first time. The commercial flights had stopped. There were some very generous people out at Spirit of St. Louis Airport whose names I don't even know donated their private jets. Mm. And so on the flight down there, I went with these volunteers. You don't want to take a seat from somebody. So... They said, no, it's worth it to tell the story. They, there's a, a seat that flops down over the, the commode in the back of the plane. And, oh, I, gosh. and I sat on that to get Yikes. down there. And, uh, you know, so you don't want to take two people and take up two seats. Those, that's a doctor that could be going, you know. Right. So, right. so that's how I got down there the first time. Um, and so, so you, know, there, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, good fortune, I guess, on my part to be able to be in the right place at the right time nice. that's that's very exciting that is i wonder how you know I, I don't mean to get on a personal level but I, I wonder what your personal life is like given the fact that you'd be i mean you're always chasing a story yeah you know where do you find time for your own life your own personal stuff um, if you mind me asking well, i'm just curious let's see i'm 44 and never married so maybe i haven't oh, i was gonna say I, don't, I, don't, I was gonna say i don't see a tan line on no. your on your finger no you know we uh believe it or not i mean i have a uh a regularly scheduled work week right um well that's good yeah and we all do so right that's very good it's good to know good to know you got a job coming um <laughs> right yeah uh, but you know you, you work a, it's it is a business that requires some different hours that's for sure yeah um but it's fun yeah it didn't didn't feel like you know we i was down there i you know worked pretty much sun up to sundown while i was down there i didn't never once did i look at the clock you know in a way to say when is this day going to be over but that's such a fascinating thing i mean that's it's haiti not a hawk flying into a car (laughs) and dying you know what i'm saying it's like you're in another country and you're you're soaking in the culture and soaking in soaking soaking in the yeah. just the ambiance of everything uh, I, I mean even so even if it's work it doesn't feel like work because you you're learning as you're sh- you know you're you're consuming as you're shooting yeah you know on those stories that don't seem like that i just have to remind myself while i might have done in you know an infinite number of stories on a house fire Right. It might seem like just any other job to me. That is the most important, if not the worst day of somebody's life. True. So you got to be present. You got to give it your all um, yeah, on yeah. those stories that aren't 
on the out from the outside looking as exotic and as exciting as something like a trip to Haiti or right. the Olympics or just different things. Na- that was a name drop. That's me name dropping assignments right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, no, no big deal. We can get into ex- no oh, are, are you covering the Olympics? No, I'm not going to oh, this one. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But I've been but in. But pre- you have. I have previously. Yeah. Beautiful. That's no so big deal. Our Rini Nod's headed to Tokyo in August. That's going to be pretty awesome to see. So I don't, I don't know if I would want to go. I don't want to go anywhere I'm near kinda, there. I'm kind of scared. Scared too. Because now coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. 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 I know it's scary. Well, you know, there's always something. I went, I went to Rio, and it was Zika then, mm. you know. That's true. I went to Sochi for the Winter Olympics, and it was it was terrorism then. You know, it's always yeah. something. It is always something. You're so, right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. There's always you something to avoid. You can't live in fear. No, no you, you can't. No, you can't. no. no. Well, especially if you're going to cover the... The Olympics. Damn Olympics. Right. I mean, come on. I'll be yeah. like, come on, coronavirus. Mask Let's go. go you know what I mean? Just come at me. I'll be... Masked up. <laughs> I will masked up, and I will be literally like just marinating in in just hand sanitizer. <laughs> right. Just a t- tub of hand hand, hand sanitizer <laughs> every night. I I kid you not. Yeah. So what's the next project you got? Any, any, you going to uh, you going to be heading off anywhere soon? Uh, no traveling plans as of right now. That can always change. I need to get the passport updated. It's expiring this year, so I had to keep that current. Um, and then it's a uh, you know it's a 2020. It's election season. You know we're not. Uh, yeah. We're not a battleground state like we used to be, uh, but we got our own presidential primary coming up. Then we've got a governor's race. Mm-hmm. We've got you know, so, so it's good. that's going to keep you nice and busy. busy yeah. Here. Now I understand that you just you were just at the Iowa caucus, right? I was. Yeah. What was that like, especially with the app malfunction and the 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 no count situation and all that? Man, it was crazy, uh, and it's just hard to believe um, in our in our modern world uh, that. Uh, especially after coming out of a, you know, what, three plus years of investigating elections and interference in elections that you could let something like that happen. Right. And I I feel bad for the good people of Iowa, because while they are by no means representative of the whole country, and certainly I think it's not no secret that they don't represent the Democratic Party's base or the the, the typical. uh, Heck no. Primary (laughs) voter for the Democrats. Right. They do take it seriously. From my experience, from when I talk to them, you know, I've, They've had candidates, you know, shaking hands and whatnot in that state for a year, and they still were willing to give you an interview and, and really go deep with you, and they seem to take it very seriously. I don't know that they get that opportunity again after mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah. there was already talk that Iowa needed <sighs> to be. Not after the, that debacle. After that. So my favorite story is somebody's I, – I, I overheard someone say that they said, well, what do you think about – and I, I'm forgetting the candidate, but let's just say Joe Biden. What do you, what do you think about uh, – Joe Biden, the, the guy said, well, I've only met him once, so it's hard to say. It's like, <laughs> you know, how many people get to meet a presidential candidate? Right. And in Iowa, you, you better meet him more than once. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. So that, oh, was, man. that was funny. But it was good. It was it was just, uh, you know, it was just crazy to see that that, that thing fell apart like that. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's tragic. But also, I, th- I hope that that kind of particular situation wakes people up a little bit. And, and it's kind of like, can we just – just go back to paper. Yeah. Or right. Just let's keep it let's simple. Let's just go back to paper. Yeah. yeah. Just just for now. Just for now. So before, you know, uh, I think we, see, in regards to that, this, things have to be uh, finely tuned when St. it Louis comes County's to St. Louis County is going back to paper. St. Louis County has got a whole new system um, to where if you vote in St. Louis County, you will take a paper ballot. You will fill it in like the old ACT test. Mm-hmm. Fill in the bubble. 
and then you take it to a scanner mm-hmm. and it scans in like your results. Like a scantron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do it yourself. Throwbacks. So that's, scantron that's, that's the latest yeah. and greatest, and they've gone to that. So. Wow. Okay. Safe, I mean. You never know with these apps. You never know. People can hack into them. People can steal identities yeah. and change votes. I think it's tr- it's tricky. Yeah. I think we need to stay away from that as long as we can, like you said, until it's fine-tuned. Uh, fine-tuned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when the, when the first iPhone came out, <laughs> yeah. there were several different versions of that iPhone coming before out the, before the first iPhone came out. Prototypes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like, all right, when you do this kind of app, it's like this is this is version 732. Right. You know, just for make us sure it's, it's one, but it's per- right. Yes. You know what I mean? For us, we're just thinking it's the first time ever, but, but no, yeah. they've been running through that thing and making sure it's been done perfectly. But like, you know, when you were there in regards to the Iowa caucus, did you, was there like a hum going on in the, in the, in the room? Like, did you notice something funky going on? Was there an energy in the room when you were there? The first, th- the first thing I realized that it was a little bit, that it was, a pretty bad deal was I was so I, I started out at the, in the actual caucus site I didn't really see anything out of the ordinary mm-hmm. there to be clear kind of back to the Haiti thing you got to think about my lens on this that was my first caucus but as far as I could tell it was working and, and as I understand it the actual caucus scene worked it was the reporting of the results that went bad mm. so then from there I moved over to my assignment was to cover Elizabeth Warren so I'm at her watch party Things are really dragging out. You're like, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, like we've seen late election nights before. We thought this one might actually go faster because of how they were doing it, but now it's going longer. Well, then you have her surrogates come out, people who are, you know, kind of faces you would recognize on TV who have put thrown in their hat with her. Um, uh, Julian Castro was running for president himself. Now he's with her. He comes out, and the language he was using <laughs> to disparage this process. Yeah. You could tell, you know, th- he was like, every second that goes by is just another example of why this is blah, blah, blah. He was upset. So to hear him talking about his fellow Democrats in Iowa, wow. the, the, the party in Iowa, you could mm. tell he was mad. You could tell her campaign manager was mad. They yeah. were not pulling punches on their own party. Right. It was like, okay, this is not good. This is not a good sign. No. Wow. Oh man, but I see. Oh, see, that's why we just need to go back to paper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It's right there, physically. Well, you go some, one, well, two, but one, I, two. That's it. Well, but you mentioned the getting it right. I mean, there are other people. When I was covering that St. Louis County story, they did a mock election. People could come out. Mostly, it was people who volunteer and, and or people who are retired and have the time to come out and do a mock election on a you know a Tuesday morning. Um, but there were some people there who said, "Why are we doing this when we should be voting from home?" On our phones. Why can't somebody come up with a way to get more people involved? So there's the other side of the coin, too, where people feel like we should be embracing technology more. But then, my gosh, when you look at what happened in Iowa, I can certainly see how uh, people are hesitant. People People are are very hesitant. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the thing. I think that it's a double edged sword. You know, the digital the digital age has a lot of really great positive things. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons. Yeah. And if. But it, the thing is, is if the cons can be easily manipulated, then the pros start to just get an, uh, annihilated. Yeah. They just get pushed out the way. If if somebody, if the powers that be, depending on how deep the politician's pocket is, if he really or she really wants to manipulate the system, mm-hmm. there's a way to throw in a little 
wrench into the or throw a little virus into the you see what I'm saying I'm or you, you know well, that's when the recounts seen. happen and all yeah. that stuff you know what yeah, I mean it seemed like they didn't take up they didn't they didn't there was there were offers of of help to test that system and they just didn't take it and so that was a, a failure there yeah. it seems yeah. like a miss uh, big miss well Casey thank you so much for sitting down with us man mm-hmm. thanks for thanks for taking an interest um you know, um, on your page, on mine, on KSDK.com, you can see these stories. And uh, we've put some extra material on KSDK.com as well. There are stories that I just couldn't even get to the, of, of individuals who are living a life of service down there, Haitian and expats from the U.S. who are mm-hmm. doing amazing things. Um, so thanks for taking an interest. I hope, I hope maybe, you know what, we got to figure out a way to go back together sometime. I would love that. Yeah. Y- I would. I'm so down for that. Like 110,000 yeah. percent. Um, because I got a lot of family down there yeah. as well. So it'd be amazing to go down there. I haven't been down there in wow, well over, well over 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Actually, um, I mean, it's been since it's been since the the earthquake. Yeah. You know, right. uh, a little bit before the earthquake. So it'd be nice to go back down and yeah. just and just see the old. Old stomping ground. Old stomping ground. <laughs> see, see, the, see the family, too, as well. Yeah. But anyway, Casey Nolan, thank you so much for coming Pleasure. through. Thank you. Uh, thank be you, sure you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Be sure to check them out. KS, KSDK News. Five on your side. Five they, on we, your side. Five on your side. KSDK.com. Uh, KSDK.com. <laughs> so go check them out. Very, very talented storyteller. Very talented journalist here. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Yes, welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Hey, 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 hey. Hope you guys are doing well out there. That was a great conversation, by the way. It was. Shout out to Casey Nolan. What a great guy. Yeah. That was really dope. You know, it's nice when you, especially like people who are bringing in stories that actually means something Impactful uh, w- what i mean is covering stories not every person that comes into this show and tells stories means something so i'm not i'm not trying to throw any shade on anybody right. like that i'm just saying like people who go out you know these journalists they're actually going out and actually trying to find stories to cover stories that need to be told that need to be told yeah. exactly just it really just makes me feel so good yeah it makes me it makes me happy man yeah. it makes That's me dope. happy you know i love uh, yeah, that, that, that's th- those are the kind of moments where it makes me feel good that this show exists. Yeah, you know, I think so too. Even though it's not like they really need this platform, they already, they already have it. You but know still, I mean? the more he's, the more he's the on better. Channel Five for crying out loud. The more ears, that is the a better. platform. That is, it is, it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a peninsula. That's a platform. You know what I'm saying? That's a. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a lift. Yeah. Not the lift car. I mean, not the car lift service. I'm talking about a lift. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh, like I a got you. Elevation. elevation. There you go. Levitation. You know what I mean? That's an elevator. Anyway. Anyway. Huge shout out to Casey for being on the show. But we do have to go into some other conversations. Something a little bit more ridiculous. Or, you know what? Actually, you know what? No. No. It's just as important. No. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to talk about this because this is this is an inter- interesting conversation because I'm going to I want to ask everybody their opinion around the room and of course everybody who's listening and watching it of, of course have the right to drop uh, some knowledge and give them give us their personal opinion about this situation. It's very serious. It's very real. Mm. And it's very pressing. Mm. It's about Shaka Khan's ah. 
performance at the NBA All-Star Game. Yes. We got to talk about The it. Star Spangled Banner performance that she did at the NBA All-Star Weekend. So. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Actually, this is going to make it a lot easier. Let's just play a tiny bit of the track or, the you know, of the video. Let's just play a little bit and then we'll stop it for a second. Okay, because I don't think Lucas has heard this. You haven't. He heard has it? not. So I need. I have I, not. And I need him a part of this conversation. Lucas, I do need him a That's part why I of this hear conversation. The whole thing. I want him to hear. I, I was going to say. You want to hear the whole thing? All of it. Here, it's, it's only okay. two and a half minutes. It's yeah. only two and a half. Okay. Okay. It's probably. I can only oh, imagine. What it's gonna yes. like. You must listen to oh. it. Okay. If this is a topic on the show, it's got to be something that is outrageous. Okay. You know what? I. You know. You know what? Play it. Go ahead. Can you see the dawn's early light? Okay. Well, okay, now she's done. Okay, old. okay. Yeah! Hey! Okay, okay. That was some James Brown right there at the end. Um, okay, okay. Okay. Now that you've heard it, Shaka Khan performed the national anthem at the NBA All-Star game last night. And it will never be the same. No! I want to hear from everybody. Uh, what y'all think? Lucas, you just heard it. Lucas in the booth, what you think, man? Uh, I, I want to know what the, the, the breathalyzer results were.
for her after that Whoa, performance. Boy. It really it really did sound like one of those people that are drunk at a bar doing karaoke. Let me let me just go all out and just 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 show out even though I probably will screw this up. That's kind of what I thought of as I was hearing this cuz some of the lyrics you can't even hear what she's saying because she's just trying to go way too over the top. Uh, Shades of Lady Gaga. Not Lady Gaga. Who was Fergie? Fergie. Fergie. I don't know why I said Lady Gaga. Fergie. A lot of people are giving Look up it that. Fergie real quick. No, we already played that. We, we did. did. We already did that. We've been there. We That's how I heard that. No, no, no. I'm just saying bring it up one more time. You want to hear it again? Yeah, just bring it up for two seconds. Just for, just find it. For comparison's sake? Yes. Back and never yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 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 Lydia, as a, voc- as a as a fellow vocalist. Listen. Come on. So I have feelings about this. Speak on it. Shaka, okay, so it's what it sounds like to me, she's definitely on a substance of some kind. She was very... You think so? I think she was happily comfortable in this mess. Like, she was just... She was so happy. By the way, just so <laughs> you know, that was just the warm-up. The real performance was after that. Did you know that? What do you mean? I'm just playing. Oh, I'm <laughs> it seemed like she was like doing a warm-up. Yeah, and you know what it also seemed like? It seemed like Shaka Khan said, I'm going to show every single thing that I can possibly do vocally that I've ever done in my life in this one moment. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go low. I'm going to do runs. Right. I'm going to do flip. She like she did a little bit of everything with like little funky, messy endings. But what I will say is I made I made this tweet last night and it got a lot of love. I said I said listen here y'all. Shaka Khan on her worst day will still sing circles around to the kids of today. Boom. And while it was spirited and hilarious and I laughed the whole time, she is <laughs> she is still mother Shaka and I will still bow down. Okay. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> so then I'm going to say this. <laughs> on that case, Here it is. I felt like we were watching her practicing in her shower. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? Okay. uh, Now, now, no, I agree. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. She's Shaka. Right. This is not, this this ain't no joke. But but that was, what was, okay, in the very beginning, because when I saw it, I was like, okay. Right. In the beginning, I was like. Oh, we about to we about to go to school today. I think we all was like that at the I, beginning. I got all close and like, oh my god, we're about to go to school today. Oh snap, you okay? Yes, yes, okay, I got it. I was like, oh my god, we're about to get to school today. Yes, <laughs> yes, and then all of a sudden, oh, uh, your face changed. Like it was just like, I, oh, mm, what? What did she? <laughs> like what? What? And then like, like what? And I knew it was gonna be different right off the jump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, so it's about to get weird. <laughs> but I thought it was gonna be like a good weird. Me too. Like kind of like a not the bad example, but like kind of like what Whitney Houston did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It right. was kind of different. Or Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. when he kind of took it and did something different. You're right. like, it's gonna be a good different. Ooh, yeah. this is gonna be something little. Avant-garde, but a little bit of like yeah. bluesy and like something. She was gonna school us. Yeah, we thought, we thought she was gonna school us. And I felt like she just basically said, "Everybody, yo, y'all, I got pipes, right? And I, and I got range, just so you know. <laughs> so let me put every single note I can get in this song as quickly as I can. Let me squeeze as many notes from high up here 
had to low down here. <laughs> all this stuff was all over there. I'm like, oh my lord, this is really happening. It was awesome. This is really, really happening. What? But you know what got me really weak? <laughs> <laughs> the faces of the players. Oh no, the oh. faces of the players. They weren't even about that life. No, no. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the comments. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. comments are amazing. They are. So one of them said, I'm going to set this as my alarm. Ain't nobody sleeping through this. <laughs> Another ah, one said, ah. what else? <laughs> what else does they Facts. say? Oh, Fergie is somewhere saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Somebody said, that hey, hey at the end sent me. And look, it sent, I resonated with that so hard because she made it through all that. And then she goes she like, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey. Yeah. It was like, over. It was like James Brown stuff. Then uh, another one, this is, this was, I got weak. Colin Kaepernick stood up so he could walk out. <laughs> the internet, Fergie had the worst national anthem performance. Shaka Khan, hold my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone, Fergie had the worst national anthem performance. Shaka Khan, hold my beer. <laughs> oh my God! All this bad stuff. Oh, there, oh, here's the. Uh, there, there are three certain certain things in life. There are three certain things in life. One, taxes. Two, death. Three, NBA star, N- NBA All Star national national anthem being a dis- disappointment every year. <laughs> oh my Lord. Uh, went in on at her. two minutes when she uh, at two minutes somebody said at two minutes this is me crying for McDonald's when I was four right <laughs> I like saw I was that just one. like I oh my that. god and they just keep going in yeah. and oh man like I don't know what planet I don't know what planet she personally was on I know this I'm, particular day I wonder what she like but what, damn what she's saying to her team like what her team said like I I, I want to hear the after conversations in her dressing room like. What were those conversations like? Ooh, was it, it like, oh, oh m- mama, you killed it? Or were they I honest have a with feel- her? <laughs> no, I honestly think that everybody in there was going, oh, mama, you killed that. That's it. Because she's a, such an icon. You killed that girl. What mm-hmm. do you like? You can't be like, Shaka, Watch. you messed up. Nah. How, you can't. Nah, She'll be Shaka like, no, Khan. I didn't. It's Shaka Khan. I did it how I wanted to. Shaka Khan. I'm a diva. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Come on now. She's now. Come on now. It's Shaka Khan. Shaka. And, and that's why I had, I had to say what I had to say. Like, look, yeah. the end of the day, while it was hilarious and it was obviously a hot mess, it was still, she still gave us vocals. She gave us. She gave us a lot of She gave us. She didn't even give us vocals. She gave us vocals. Vocals. She was just like, ah, oh, She gave us range. Uh, ah. <laughs> like it was just like as many notes as she could in yeah. one song, and like I said, I got real excited in the beginning. I was Me about, too. I was like, "Oh, she' about to turn this thing around." Me too. And then she turned it way left. around. I was like, "No, way around." Why did you do that to me? Very funny. Damn. I will say it was very, it was thoroughly entertaining. Thoroughly bad. Everybody talked about Yikes. this anthem. Somebody on, like, before I even watched, because I watched it after the fact, because I wasn't watching the game. But the first thing I see on my Facebook is, did Shaka forget the song? And I was like, what? I was like, where's Shaka Khan singing? Then next thing you know, I just see Shaka Khan with the facepalm emoji. Then next thing you know, Shaka Khan, the anthem. What was that? I mean, I was like, oh, let me get to online, because I need to, what did I miss? Like, what in the hell? She took over. What in the hell? I don't even know nothing about the game. What? In yeah. the hell was that? No, and, and that's the thing. Like, like I said, she can sing, sang, sang, and she sang, sang, but she like oversang. Oh yeah, 
all over that piece. All over it. And it was like, what is this all? Why, though? <laughs> Why did he have to go through all of that? Like, like, And then, of course, one of the other comments said, said that uh, the NBA, NBA knows exactly what they're doing. They're like ESPN and the NBA know exactly what they're doing, mm. picking these these singers to come out and do terrible renditions <laughs> of the, the national anthem, anthem because it, it becomes viral. It's a thing. And people now tune in yeah. just to see that person do a crazy idea like the Fergie thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like oh. just play a two seconds of the Fergie thing. Okay, you can stop Yuck. there. Yuck, hers is But you see what I'm saying? It's like, what is this trash that they are trying to right. do? And I honestly, And then hers it's like, is, why, though? Why? And but Fergie's why, is way, to me, is, is way worse. Oh, no, it's it's like. She sounds it, bad. It, it so, she sounds like if Britney Spears took a few vocal yeah, lessons for like a month and said, oh, I'm ready I can now. sing yes. this real That's exactly. song. It's perfect like, what is that? That's a perfect uh, a sum, summation yeah. of how Fergie sounded like. like and and then from my understanding, she can actually blow. Oh, she can. So it's just like, what is this? And then, so that's the thing with, with, with Shaka. It's like, Shaka Khan, what? What was that? Shaka Khan. Come on, Shaka Khan. Come on! You still wanted to go, to what's, what's the reason? But no, no, she still. I is. know, I know. I just. But it would. Be, it, I would still say. I would still say the same thing if this was Aretha Franklin. If oh, this was anybody. Whitney Houston. If this was Kim Hudson. No, not Kim Hudson. Sorry, Jennifer Hudson. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would be like. What do you think about her? Her tribute. She tribute. Powerful. Him. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. The only thing I would say about that is I just wish it was a track that I actually knew. I know. So it just felt I felt disjointed because Prayer. I didn't know it was. Yeah, it was the Lord's Prayer, which is weird song. Yeah. I mean, I, I know the Lord's Prayer, but I don't know the Lord's Prayer song. Right. You know, I, it's a prayer that I've said since I was a kid, but I was like, oh, okay, so she's just going to sing the Lord's and she's, Prayer. And she sang the hell of that. juice out of that thing. Uh, she squeezed every bit of juice out of, of that. It. it was like, it's all gone. All it's gone. It. Just stop squeezing. Right. But she was really great, too. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, damn. It should have been a recognizable song to Shaka. everybody. <laughs> Shaka, baby. But you know, it Ouch. Just, this just goes to show you, Janet Jayhud gave a great performance. Shaka Khan crumbled, and she's what everybody's talking about. Mm -hmm. People love a conspiracy or like a, you know, a mistake or whatever you want to call I, it. I guarantee People you. People love the buffoonery. But that makes you wonder how and why did they pick Shaka Khan, of all people, to perform, to perform. You I know mean, what I'm saying? There's a laundry list of other people that they could have picked. You would have never, because they and never thought it would have been like this. Or like even Shaka even, Khan can. You wouldn't have thought and, it would be flawless. And then also at the same time, it's like even even like Fergie. It's like why did they pick Fergie of all people? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She who was who was in between? Who she, was last year? She must have had a hot. Who year was last Fergie. year? Who Google it real quick. Who sang the All Star Game I, I, anthem now last I got, year? Now I got to know I because know. It, it makes you wonder like why did they it did they see her at, year. did they see her out kicking it or something like that? And they're like, oh, we need to pick her because she's probably going to be a tr she's going to be a, 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 a train wreck and I everyone's mean, it's going to be viral. Nobody would assume though that Shaka Khan would be a train wreck. I think that was people, bad. I think everybody was like, yes, like how you yeah. know they called Yolanda Adams for the for the um she sang at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And nobody, you know, we all watched knowing she was going to do a great job. Yeah. Because she could sing. But you want to know something funny? What? 
people like to see a dumpster fire. They love it. <laughs> they love it. Everyone eats that up. That's what? why it's viral. Anthony Hamilton did the national anthem. Oh, oh, see, that's why nobody talked about it right. because it was probably really. <laughs> yeah. Good. And it was and probably just good. He, and he's just saying like he just got wounded. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's what he sounds like. It's probably Anthony just, Hamilton. Huh? It was probably just a decent sound. But you know what I'm saying? It, but that that's the thing. Like it makes you wonder like. They definitely are conspiring. Uh, they got to. They, they're probably like, we definitely, they're not going to go and get Celine Dion. Why? Not because everyone's going to go, change the channel. Mm. Shaka Khan. It's like, me. wait, Shaka Khan? Wait, I got to see this. What's Shaka going to do? Or, or it's Fergie. Oh, wait, I got to see this. Right. You know, Anthony, Anthony Hamilton. Hamilton safe. Everyone's like, man. That was too safe. So they did that. They're smart. They oh, knew. they smart. They took a little break in between. They smart. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They did that to, for a reason because they know no, people are going to tune in and right. go, oh, Shaka Khan, I haven't heard her sing in a long time. Let's see her sing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Oh. What is that? Oh. But why, though? But why, oh. why did you go? Like so she, she went, like she was off the planet a little bit. And we're like, yeah, okay, you, you could swim out a little bit further. Right. She went all the all way the out way. of the deep end <laughs> and started to drown. Man. Anyway, we gotta go. We gotta go into uh, it's it's somebody's birthday today. Oh yeah, celebrity birthday time. We got Jack Buck yeah. on the phone. What up, Jack Buck the Turd? Hey hey hey, how's it going? Man, chilling man. Who we got on the birthdays real quick today? Let's see. We got some big all stars on here. We got out of Brooklyn, New York, turning fifty-seven years old today. Uh, former high fly Chicago Bull, also known as Air Jordan. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Jordan. Why is that Eric? Eric is also. No, he said Air Jordan. Oh, Air. Air Jordan. And I was just looking at you like, I'll just wait for you to say it. Right. I was like, Eric is his real name? It did sound like he said Eric Jordan. And I'm like, no, he (laughs) meant Eric. MJ is 57. 57. That's right. Uh, Turning uh, 29 years old today out of England, uh, the singer songwriter uh, had a hit song, The A Team, and then Thinking Out Loud. Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Nice. Happy birthday, Ed. Yeah, we got uh, New York City social life uh, that had the simple life. Uh, turning 39 years old today. Wow, Paris Hilton? Yeah, it's Paris Hilton, right? Paris Hilton. Okay. She's 39, yep. okay. She's 39? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, out of California, turning 48 years old today, guitarist and singer who co-founded uh, Green Day. Oh. oh. I know his name. I know that guy. It's three names. Oh, I'm not going to remember it, but I know it when you say B- it. Billy Joe Armstrong. Yes, I was going to say it's yes. something jo- Joel, Ja, Joel, something. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, turning 29 years old today out of England. Uh, she is famed for her role as Jenny Weasley in Harry Potter. Jenny oh, wow. Weasley in Harry Potter. Jenny Weasley. Bonnie Wright. Bonnie Wright. Oh. oh, I don't know who that is. Whoops. No. Okay. <laughs> ah, sorry. Oh, Happy birthday guy. to He's her. 39 years old. Uh, and he was an angel in the outfield and an inception. Oh. And in inception? Correct. Ooh, 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 ooh. Joseph Gordon Levitt? That's right. Wow. Good he job, was, I yeah. totally forgot that he was in Angels in the Outfield. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, this uh, comedian uh, turns 57 years old today, uh, and his famous catchphrase is get her done. Oh. What, what? Not Jeff Foxworthy, the uh, the cable guy. Yeah, Larry the cable Larry guy. The cable Larry guy. the cable guy. Get her done. Get her done. This is one of your uh, your favorite directors, Pascal. Turning 55 years old today out of California. 
Uh, and he was uh, known for his features, including Armageddon, The, the Rock, and Bad Boys. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. He's not my favorite director. Shut one, of, one of your favorites. I know, I know. No, no. I, I, he just made one of the best buddy cop movies of, ever, of uh, all time. Of Bad all Boys. Time, of all time. Personally. That's right. <laughs> uh, turning 49 years old today out of Illinois, this former model who played a role in Wild Things. Uh, her credits also include Starship Troopers and The World Is Not Enough. Oh, wait a second. So not. She was married to Charlie Sheen. Oh, I know Denise her. Richards. Yeah, she's from St. Louis? No. Oh, you no, said she's out of, from uh, out of Downers Grove, Illinois. Oh, Illinois, Illinois. Okay, yeah. Nice. Close mm-hmm. enough. She's from St. Louis. Close. All right. right. <laughs> Close enough. There we go. And we got uh, the last one for today. Uh, turning 84 years old out of St. Simons, Georgia. This NFL Hall of Fame running back who started for the Cleveland Browns from 1957 to 1965. He was a nine-time Pro Bowl selection and led the NFL in rushing eight times. Lucas. Jim Brown? Jim Brown. Wow. Good Lucas. job. You got your you got a met, clap I just met him a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, he oh, was cool. Oh, in um, Miami? In Miami, nice. yeah. Nice. He was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, yeah, everybody. So happy birthday, everybody. Yes, happy birthday. Welcome. Congratulations for walking out the velvet curtains yes. and breathing in this thing called life. Anyway, we got to get going. Big thank you to Casey Nolan for coming through. Be sure to check out Five on Your Side, KSDK.com, KSDKnews.com, if I'm correct. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys tomorrow, so be sure to tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on The Pascal Show. Much love to you guys. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Bye. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pascal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show, for all of our upcoming interviews, games, and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag. Check out facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show. And be sure to tune in weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on WGNU. Peace.